Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skrætter alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. I just have to clear a few things up, right? So okay. the last time we bought it, we did Mortal Kombat, right? Yes. So that whole pod, yes. When we spoke about Mortal Kombat, I spoke about um, Shao Kahn. Yes, the the tiger. When it's Shao Kahn. <laughs> well, it's not. He's not the villain. It's Sang Chung. That. <laughs> <laughs> and even in the pod, I'm like, wait. Is that is that the villain? Why does that not sound right? And in the whole movie, we speak about Shao <laughs> I feel like, and I say Oddworld, which you know that game on PlayStation with a little worm. That's Oddworld. No, it's the alien. It's the alien that's Oddworld. Oh yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Outworld. 
it was because so when that but if no one else picked it up no no because that was that was now we say we're correcting it maybe that was the test of from who I don't know to who but we can, oh. we can go with that so well, I mean, it's not like we had that many listeners that could correct us. And the people that did listen had no idea what happened in fucking Mortal Kombat. So, I think we're okay for now. If anyone Shep listens Khan to this was the, the bad guy, he was the Tiger and Mowgli, and he was the bad guy. So, we were, yeah, I don't, we were I, pretty I, close. I don't even know. That's Shepon. Okay. No. <laughs> so, Shepon, it is a Mortal Kombat character. Oh, he's only, the... It's only he's after... The, yeah, he's after... Yes, he's like the son of someone or something. No, he's it's like the final, the, like he is the emperor yes. of out, Outworld. No, that's uh, Shang yeah, Chun. That's Shang Chun. No, Shang Chun's like the... What? Um, yeah, but, but, um, Shao... Why are we fucking all... Yeah, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is long pause. I know that in uh, the second 90s movie, yes. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, he was the villain. Check, let me show you. Yeah, he's the big guy. Um, what's the, the what's the, didn't he have the, he's like a half mask, like a yeah, it's like a, mm. a, a, a bone. In, yeah, that's it. He's, he's like your super mask. villain yeah. of always, like he's your final boss. Yeah, but he's not, the, he's not the villain of the Mortal Kombat movie we watched. No, 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 no. That's that song. It probably will get to that. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, um, so when I listen to some of the podcasts that I listen to, yes, um, after we pretty, we pretty. We didn't, didn't do too bad. Yeah, we got a nice like some of the stuff. At all. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> there were other people that got other stuff wrong as well. So nice, like the like the whole review on call, um, the fact that it felt like a prequel, the fact that there's no fucking tournament, oh. all of that. Yeah, all of that we hit the nail on it. So I think well done. Kudos to us. Yes. Yes. Um, so whilst we're on the on the Mortal Kombat topic, so it it. It got pumped at the box office. So that well, the first weekend, then okay. the second weekend, a huge drop off, like seventy-three percent. Yeah, jeez. So there was an argument about okay, but is because it released on both theaters and on HBO Max, and you know maybe people that would go normally for a second viewing didn't go. And I guess that plays a role, mm. but I think also it's a shit movie. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if, if anyone watched it on like the the first night it came out. If you'd spoken to friends, they would have probably got the idea enough. Like, would I rather just wait for it to come out on HBO or? Well, or you, if you have HBO Max, we'd watch it there. Oh, anyway, anyway. go to the movie. Uh, I'd like, rather do that. The, 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 I think the hardcore fans would probably still go to the movies, but mm, I, I wouldn't. Like we said, like, it's a pre- it sets up. So yeah. Anyway, we've done. We've spoken on. Oh, all right. There. Okay. Cool. cool. Right. So. As always, we've got, well, we have to cover two weeks worth of news. Hey. Then we've got a couple of trailers. Also, the week, on the Sunday that we did the episode one, it was the Oscars. And we, we didn't speak about it, although we recorded early, way before the Oscars actually happened. So, Fair. we're okay. So, we'll chat about a few things. Oscar-y. <laughs> <laughs> I only know one Oscar. Yeah, uh, he's in prison. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, got, you got caught with these blades. <laughs> Alpha statue. This is a standing ovation. Oh my god. Stop it. The shooting joke. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. So, and then we've got a whole bunch of. Oh, we've got some game news as well. And then we will jump into like a three series review. 
Uh, we won't oh. review them in depth because you obviously haven't watched all of them. So we'll cover a little bit of Invincible. Yes. We'll do a little bit of Shadow and Bone. And then the latest one, which is Jupiter's Legacy. All right. Yes. Uh, and then once we're done there, we, we will do... What will we do? Uh, we will do a play a little game. Okay. Uh, which I'll explain to you. Well, which we'll explain once we get there. All right. Uh, cool. Oh, oh, and then also we have to cover off some trailers that we need to check out. Okay, cool. I'm happy um, Have you seen the Tomorrow War trailer? The Tomorrow War? No. Okay. I haven't seen that yet. Maybe... Maybe... I don't know what we're going to do. Are you sure you didn't see the trailer? Tomorrow World or Tomorrow War? Tomorrow War. Oh! <laughs> The right, the technology is fantastic. Yeah, that is. Oh, it's more. Yeah, I have seen it. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a, not a hundred percent sure. That shouldn't really, what to shouldn't really, shouldn't really come for anything. Because we have to do the news first, then we'll talk about trailers. All right. Okay. Cool. People are yeah. gonna be so confused when they listen to that part. We've got a structure. It matters. A- yes. <laughs> right. Cool. Let's start with the news. So I'm gonna start with. Um, what happened at the Oscars. I'm not going to go through much detail. Okay. I'm basically just going to go through the three main ones, or some of the main ones. So, just the best picture, best director, best actress, and best actor. Okay. okay. Right. That's like big topics, but cool. Yeah. So, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Um, for best actor for a movie called The Father or Father. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Uh, okay. But lately... Lately, these Oscar-winning movies are pretty, pretty heavy. So As I say, it's pretty gonna, deep. That the, the we name probably should watch it if we're gonna continue on a podcast that talks about movies. We should probably watch the movies that get awarded, right? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one day, maybe, maybe in the future. <laughs> yeah, I watch the next time. It's like we should have watched that one. Too. Yeah. But okay. Um, so then, for best actress, Frances Frances McDormand. One uh, third one, right? Okay. So just to give you an idea, that's that's no joke. So no, 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 talking no. about her being like in the god territory, territory, it's like greatest of all time actress. Or even like, if I didn't see the face, I wouldn't have known who this is. Just like this name doesn't mean. Let, let me see the face. Yeah, I'll show, I'll show okay. the face just now. But just to give you an idea of in what class she is, there's the people that have won three Oscars. It's Meryl Streep. Jeez. Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. And Daniel Day-Lewis. No. He's the guy from uh, Gags of New York. Has any... Oh, I, I, oh, I know. Right? Yeah, what a legend. So, the only person to win more than that is Catherine Hepburn. And she won four. So, she gets another one. She's on... So, Fra- yeah, exactly. So, Frances McDermott won, wins How another one. Uh, let's see. I think she's in her 50s. So, she's still got at least... Two or three more of these performances in her. Yeah, yeah, easy, yeah. Look, as it goes, like, I mean, Anthony Hopkins, clearly, she's got many. Sorry, it's her. Okay, cool. Yeah, right? Why does the statue look like her? <laughs> I don't know what statue that is. Some other awards are around. Okay. But she, she's been in movies like The Three Billboards. Uh, what's that? Three billboards. Three billboards. I can't remember. The, oh, outside of Ebbing. Yeah, at least She that. was the she was the cop in Fargo, the movie in the nineties. Oh, that's what she won one for. Then oh, okay. she was in Burn After Reading, Almost Famous, 
Not just simply burning. She's been, she's been, I mean, if you see her face, you, it's no, a recognizable face. I just yeah. didn't know she had won that many. No. Right? But then the movie that she won in this year for was a movie called Nomadland. Right? That got best picture. Nomadland. That was directed by, yeah, apparently it's about nomads. Like it's North American awesome. nomads. Oh, I will have to watch it. It's, again, it's one of those that I think is a pretty hard watch. Oh, okay. But again, you'll have to watch it to, oh, cool. to be able to, to say, go and make an opinion and then not watch it. <laughs> anyway, so the, that movie got Best Picture, Nomadland. Oh, wow. And that director, okay. Chloe Zhao, won Best Director. Okay, so a lot right. of awards came directly from that alone, yeah. Yes. That director cool. is directing Eternals. Hey, okay. Yeah. So I'm really excited because even the guys at Marvel are saying that the Eternals is going to be, if not the best movie that they've put out ever. Jeez, that's a statement. Of nice. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll get to we'll get to the Eternals okay. in a in a second. It's a good topic. Yeah. Um, any other comments on the Oscars? No, I haven't heard that. That was the only <laughs> Oscar I could think of. But um. So then to, we'll, we'll chat about more about um, some of the announcements in terms of Marvel movies, but mm. Russell Crowe apparently phoned into some sort of radio thing okay. um, and confirmed that he's been cast as Zeus in Thor. Oh, yes, man, yes. that makes me happy. Oh, no, yes, like, that's just the right kind of serious. Okay? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome. So oh. do you, do you, do you... I don't know a lot about the gods. Oh, mythological. Uh, like, I know a lot about the, the myths. I know, like, the, the story of the Greek gods. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. Because I know that that story is very similar in the comic books. But, you know, uh, apart from Hercules, I can't remember. Like, Hercules, I know, was in the comic books. Obviously, Thor, I know very well. Yes. And because of Thor, you know Loki, you know Odin, and you yeah, know Loris, 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 the, the Norse. Uh, Norse mythology. Yeah. But other than Hercules, I can't ever remember seeing Zeus. Yeah, they've never really... But you'd imagine... You'd imagine that Thor and them would already know about it. I don't think it will be a new... It's not going to be like, oh, you know, there's another god. I think Thor and them would already know about it. Yeah, I don't think it like if if they've never heard of it, then they're living under a rock. And yeah, I, I doubt that. <laughs> so it yeah. would be, it would be, I would imagine that they would be existing in the universe. Yeah, but then it begs the question: where the fuck were they? And all that other shit. Who's the bad guys? Yeah, like what becomes uh, what? Well, I mean, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be out of character for for oh. Zeus for Zeus to be a bad guy. He's been about he's, he's a bad guy in God of War. Fair. He's a bad guy in a lot of other stuff. There's the... It's um, not a... It's not even in the mythology. It's not a great arc. No. <laughs> oh, well, they're they betraying Moloch in the Titans. Um, um, oh, the Clash of the, the Titans. Titans. Yeah. Mm, yeah, he wasn't... He, he wasn't was, overly involved when he was... No. Liam Neeson, right? No, it was Liam Neeson, Neeson yeah. yeah. Um, he was... Um, he was a caring kind of version of Zeus where he loved people and allowed him to live and tried not to intervene, but... Yeah, sorry, so that they might do. So in the, in the, um, I think if, if, it, if it's a question, it doesn't have to be, I don't think the general audience would need to ask that question, but if it's a question, okay, but, you know, where was Zeus and them before? Yeah. Easily answer that Olympians have historically had this thing of not getting involved. 
Oh, good save. Yeah, okay, cool. Because I, I don't. That's fair. All of the baby guards get involved, like Hercules. Um, Where's he been all this time? Um, all like, like Percival. Perse- uh, Perseus. Yeah, Perseus. Perseus, yeah. So them. But again, you can easily explain it away. Remember, the, the Greek mythology has, mythology has them going on quests all the time. Okay, fair, yeah. It'd be interesting how they tie that in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So unless the gods exist on a different universal plane or a different different cosmic plane, like I'm thinking the same like thing, the Norse Norse mythology. So the Norse one is the tree um, with um, the nine realms. Yeah, Valhalla and Valheim. There's Valheim, Nilfheim, Alfheim, and Hal. No. It's, uh, <laughs> It's it's a round full of elves. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> so so, but, but uh, what's it? Jotunheim with the giants. The yeah, giants. nice. Um, okay. So it wouldn't. So that's that's their realm, and you would imagine if they exist, all other gods exist because they kind of confirm that with the Greek gods now existing. So the Greek gods would exist, but they would exist in their own cosmic plane. Okay, that's cool. So maybe they don't know. So of Olympia, yeah, exactly. So they would. They would so, for, for example, the only way that they can get, well, originally, the only way they could get from Asgard to Earth is through the bridge. Yes, yeah. Or through the, the oh, no, I can't remember the character's name, the guy with the eyes. Um, it's it was Albert's Heimdall. yes. Yeah. Through that dark magic of his. Okay, and then Loki knows a couple of tricks to get you as well. Oh, good on Loki, yeah. But yeah. the point is, you have to get from one place to another place. It's not like... You're just there. No, that's not no, the they, same. Yeah. they don't exist on the same plane. Did they stumble Which on it? banished to Earth. So it's from. So, but he still goes just to Earth by the bridge. Yes, you are. Just and like, his, how did they find new it? Axe, his, his axe that he gets in Infinity War creates the same bridge. He can, yes. he can summon the Bifrost with the, with the axe. Yes, okay, yeah. But again, it's, it's, they exist on two different planes. So it would make oh. sense that they do the same thing with the Greek gods. So you could you could explain it you could but I wouldn't I wouldn't go into too much detail. I, it would be easy for a character played by Russell Crowe uh, to explain why they didn't get involved. Done. But it would be interesting whether or not they go the the good guy route or the bad guy route because I think Russell Crowe would be able to play both. Yeah, because I was just saying also like if you think of what what heroes are really existing of what heroes are, mm. you can't really make them the bad guys. And no? the new the new. Oh, it's going to be insane because I love that concept he's Thor is obviously the lightning god for Norse mythology and Zeus is the lightning god yeah. for mythology <laughs> and so. the new movie is called Love and Thunder so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that and if they play on it although and it's such a good one because he's, he's thunder, thunder and he's lightning but is there really a difference oh I, can I I just I picture there's going to be a cheesy line where someone says you know comes after <laughs> thunder only comes after the lightning <laughs> I can just <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's really awesome. Uh, okay, cool. <clears throat> Russell Crowe. So I think it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be legit. Yeah, that's awesome. Exciting. Okay, cool. That works. Um Alright. Then oh, so I don't know if I'm gonna okay, so I'm just gonna quickly put this in there speaking as we're speaking about Norse and Greek gods. This is actually not new news. Okay. But I didn't like I came across this purely by accident. So I was I was fooling around on YouTube and then I came across God of War that's supposed to get a sequel. Guess when? 
But I mean, if what was the last one? Two years ago? So Three years ago, okay. Um, look, if they're starting to talk about it, maybe 2023? So apparently they've already been talking about it because this trailer was from last year, November. Oh, hey. And the launch date that they had on the trailer. So there wasn't actually a trailer. It was just like an announcement. Okay. And the announcement said September of this year. No. No, that's, that's like that's just going to come out of nowhere then. Um, I don't I don't see them... Yeah, there's been all the delays. How long? How long? Yeah, I don't. I can't see them putting it out September this year. Has to be delayed. But they haven't announced Yo. anything officially. Like that was an official PlayStation announcement September of this year, right? That's about five months away. I guess if you drop a, a gameplay trailer in July, you'd be able to get enough hype for September. Yeah, and the, well, PlayStation tends to do that with the games specifically. It's PlayStation Five. That console is selling out proper. Yeah. It's been it will be just short of a year of release. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be unheard of because if the PlayStation 5 would be out for a year already. Mm-hmm. That thing it dropped now, the PlayStation console dropped now last week again. It sold out. <laughs> like I have not yeah. been able to get my, my hands on, on one for like forever, and that's been a problem around the world. No, no, yeah, but you have one in the store or nothing. A shipload of units already. So you can only imagine that, and, and, and God of War is a mainstay of PlayStation. Yeah, that's their big name. From the moment they launch that thing, and they're not going to launch it for PlayStation 4, they might, but they'd launch it for PlayStation 5 and then make it backwards, possibly yeah. give, you, give you an opportunity to do PS4, but I doubt. Right, because if they do that, then they, they would only do that if they fall short on sales, which they're not going to, because it's mm. God of War 5. And it'll probably limit like, the game itself as well, what you can do uh, that'd be interesting to see how they do it because now, again, everyone not being able to get a PS5, if it is specific only to PS5. But those oh. units that they originally launched sold out. It's not like they didn't sell enough units. It's just the market was far yeah, more too much demand. Hungry. Yes, they had yeah. far more demand for it than what they originally expected. But uh, yeah, but not my choice. But the thing like it was a strategy. If I mean, if people can wait that long to get the next PS5 when it comes, like. If that is specific only for PS5, oh, it's also going to create that demand so much more that everyone's going to want to get hands exactly. on it. Exactly. So if you, drop, tactic, if, you drop, if you if you if you stock up stock up on the, the console, maybe do some some minor upgrades on it, and then you launch. So September you launch um, uh, God of War, and then October and November you do two huge stock drops. Yes. For 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 for. Going into Christmas. And keep these stuff going on. You'd be it'd be sort of they might even move God of War to close to or October, November yeah, yes. kind of thing. I wonder. Yes. No, that would be very interesting to see. That would make sense for me. You know, I love those ones like if that was really their tactic behind it. But if it was, I right, think that would make sense. Yeah. Right. That, that would that would that would that would be big. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, no, I thought I'd, I'd bring that up. That is news. That's relevant to everyone. Right? Yeah, that, that was relevant. <laughs> cool. Then, interestingly enough, um, Flintstones. Flintstone. Is getting a sequel series called Bedrock. It's going to follow the Pebbles character, which is, I think, their daughter. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's going to go from the Stone Age to the Iron Age. <laughs> yeah. I can just see all I the cheesy oh. humor in there, but... Okay. Yeah. And the, the character is going to be played by Elizabeth Batts, who is a pretty, pretty funny, pretty funny 
actress. I recognize the name. I'm pretty sure. Hey, if I see her, I'll know immediately, but I recognize the Okay. She's the. She's the. She's the. I think she's Glory. She's always like also the announcer. She might have been. She was in. She was in. Oh, she's the. She's also the judge on um, on the acapella stuff. And all yes, yeah, yes. All. And it's, she's she's in. I think she's in Ghostbusters. No, she's not in Ghostbusters. I'm thinking about the wrong lady. But she's the she's the um, personal assistant in Spider-Man Three with the Bob, the Black Bob. Oh whoa! Yeah, she's in <laughs> Sea Biscuit, forty-year-old version. She's in Slither, which is James Gunn's like okay. movie. Yes, yeah. Um, She's in Zach and Miri Makapoto. I can see her as being... Next three days. Do they say what she's cast as? For who? Like in the Flintstones. <clears throat> yeah, she's the main character. Oh, is she? She's Pebbles. Pebbles. Oh, okay. I could... We, we, what, it's a Wilma. Wilma, yeah. Yes. I could see her playing that as well, weirdly enough. I don't know. Like, I could see her either way. Like, yeah, yeah. that can work, yeah. Okay. So, no, um, that's pretty much what we got for that. And Into the Iron Age. I think it's... Us. Yeah. Okay. I think it's cool because they've... It's difficult with animations. Because Oof. is it gonna which which crowd are you gonna go for? Yeah, are you gonna go for childish like Yeah. But uh, does I, our young generation they it will be a hit for the younger generation, but it won't it won't do it's as well. an adult ish version. Like a more grown up version in the style of maybe um what you call it? Like realism mm, No, more like um oh, family guy. I the same comedy, <laughs> just the type of same same level of adultery. Yes, yeah. Or if they go really, really, really hard, um, like, no, it would be too rough if you go R-rated. Yeah, no, so more like Family Guy, or will they go for the for the kid? Oh, I hope like they keep like like a Family Guy level kind of thing. No, because that's that would be that would be your target audience would be yeah. the people that had it as a. Yeah, and kids could watch it, I guess, again, depending on how how deep they go on that, how R-rated to an extent, yeah. or what visual kind of... I guess even if, even if they keep it, even if they keep it um, for kids, I, I suppose it, would do, it will do well. Because so every fucking parent that sees that's going to be like, oh, it's the Flintstones, you need to watch this. Yeah, look, uh, you might get that's memories. This is, this, is, this is the Flintstones. Why would you why would you make a kid series and then cause Elizabeth Banks? That that's why I was curious on that, but I mean you would have to be someone more, big more Wow. That depends. If they if they do it like an half an hour, you know, normal comedy target audience is kind of family. But yeah. has, has enough jokes for kids to watch it, but has enough double entendres to keep their adults in, in it. Because yeah. this, they, they do that often. I'm okay with that. Like, there's a piece of like, it's just weird. Like, when you think about it now, is this the way, like, this is our, we knew, grew up, growing up, sorry, is there's Flintstones being like Wilma, yeah. and Fred. Now it's like when kids are growing up now, they, they did, might only know Pebbles. Like, they, did do, they did do. A, they did do a futuristic version of it because Bam Bam marries Pebbles. Oh man, um, Bam yes, Bam Bam marries Pebbles. I, I, I can't remember. I can't remember if it was only episodes though, and whether or not they ran an entire season. Might have been only episodes. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm right because yes, 
I wonder if they're going to still do that. I wonder if Bam Bam will be. Oh, if he's not married to her now. Or they divorced. Scandal. Yeah, they divorced. <laughs> oh, no. It's not a kid show anymore. Yeah. No, I'm serious. It's a drama. It's HBO drama. Yeah. HBO drama. She didn't like how he cheated the dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. Anyway, so. I'm going to a Speaking like- of dinosaurs. Um, did you. Were you a fan of Game of Thrones? Oh, huge! The gods, the gods, huge! The like, is there anyone? If you haven't seen it, you're 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 not you're living. Loser. Like, yeah. Jared thinks you're a loser. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, huge, huge fan. Yeah. When did you did you watch it from the get go, or did you only get into it a little bit later? Actually, only a little bit later. Um, I'll generally share. I'm not always like whenever there's like a big hype about something. Look, a few years ago, it would have been the thing. I'm like, oh, no, I'll give it. A, I'll I'll see if I'm if I want to even bother. And uh, I probably only started watching Game of Thrones like a year or two after it was hot. <laughs> and then I was probably the guy that was hyping it every day. As well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, yeah. for the first five seasons, the only things I skipped seeing from from yeah, from it were were some of the shitty scenes. Like I always <laughs> I always go and get into the middle of some sort of dramatic um, result or dramatic. Um, Reaction from a character. Okay. Essentially, just you get as soon as you watch, start watching it. It's like no, this is this is a therapy. <laughs> right? That's that's how unlucky <laughs> it was that I, I every time I saw because back then there wasn't streaming or something that you can just watch from the start. Uh, I didn't have access to any of it. So no, me neither. Yeah. The only times I would see it is when you know, an episode of it would pop up on um, on oh, So <laughs> which is our local local TV channel. So. I in twenty fifteen my my partner's sister gave us a, a hard drive with all of it on. Hey, that's my life. Yeah, first yeah. five seasons. Then I I kind of got through the first episode, second episode, third episode, and then I, it kind of got, got traction. Yeah. So first season is slow, but it's intriguing. Oh, because there's yeah. a lot of it asks a lot of questions. It hits moments like yeah. deep. I had to push through the first episode that that really killed me, and then no, I no, really no, in it for me because you forget about the first five minutes. Well, it's such an important episode. Even I went like the first time I watched, like on the trip, I watched it. First episode, I'm like, oh no, I can't do this. <laughs> I gave it like two weeks. I'm like, let me try this again. And within enough, the first episode was great. I just I don't know what happened the first time. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It yeah. just. Yeah, I actually watched the whole Game of Thrones twice. Anyway, <laughs> so I, I end up being in the first five seasons. So yes, yeah, it makes anyway, sense. Anyway, so then we move on. I don't like talking about GOT in that bit. Um, yeah, so the reason why I brought it up is that the pre one of the prequel because so so it finished right. Yeah, let's call it the ending device. Okay. Okay. So okay. they then shortly after announced that there will be five prequel sequel series. I could probably, and I would imagine oh, playing Jon Snow's background. I don't know whether or not they'll they'll use the main characters. I think the the series will be about either historical or what happens after it will it will revolve oh. around the entire universe. Which how is, cool would be one explaining the war, like how it came about? And the war, yeah, uh, yes. Uh, but it will take away a lot from what a Game of Thrones series would be. Oh, so it's political. Annihilation, backstabbing, <laughs> fucking your sister. <laughs> <laughs> all, you know, like, all things Game of Thrones. Adultery, but yes, that is exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Games of incest. 
Right, you lose. Like, how do you describe it? all you meaning to dethrone me. Anyway, so... Um, the one of the prequel series is already in production. The, oh, great. the first pictures came out for it already called House of Dragons. Oh, so I don't man. know if you know the history. Um, look, I know bits of it, like I guess we're not, but I mean, if it's well, House, House of, of Dragons, Dragons, it would be probably talk, um, it's Targaryen. Yeah. It's, it's in a it's 300, or it's going to be apparently say 300 years, um, prior, prior to the main oh, story. Man. It's got. Some pretty cool casting choices. It's not a, you won't recognize a lot of them. So, for example, Matt Smith, that guy, is from the, is from the Doctor Who, and ah. he's, and he plays Prince Philip in the Crown. Does he just not look like like he's a weird brick guy. face? I don't yeah. know, but okay. Um, Barry Considine, I know. Reese Ifans, I know. I just I recognize him. Yeah. Yes. So the first images came out already. So oh, what? that one, yeah. They look pretty good. I was gonna say, well, it follows the typical Targaryen kind of look. Yes, House of the Dragon. Oh, so I think there's gonna be dragons around. Like it's yes, yes, because in this era, they, they still have a lot of dragons. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> okay. But I think I don't know exactly, but where they're gonna start off with it. But remember, the mm. dragons end up in a civil war, and they essentially they annihilate one another. That's how the dragons That's gonna be so good died out. <laughs> so you can see their their costumes look excellent. So yeah, it wow. looks really, really, really good. They did the dragons, I'm missing us like of, of shows like when they do dragons and the way they look and they end up it it, it eats me up. Yeah, slowly. listen, we'll see we'll see I'm looking forward to that. We'll see how this goes. HBO hasn't like there's been a couple of shows that have come out since. But it, HBO doesn't have a mainstay series. Oh, okay. No, no, I mean, Silicon Valley ended, which was a com- comedy series. Okay. Um, they tried, I think they tried to launch something called Avenue 5, but that didn't really work out. And then, you know, Game of Thrones ended in 2019. Yeah, I still probably got the so right. So haven't, they haven't, what, what's HBO had since then? Yeah. And HBO, HBO... I mean, before Game of Thrones, they had The Sopranos. Um, I think before or during they had The Wire. They always have like a cornerstone show, yeah, a big that draws viewers regularly. But they haven't had one in a while. So really I, I listen. The success rate is pretty good. I can't see them fucking this up. No, no. I think on their own basis that they want to keep their franchise like at that same level. Yeah. I think that pressure would push them to do a really great job anyway. Yeah. So apparently, this is supposed to come out next year. Whoa. Second half of next year. Okay. Good. So that's good. Yeah, uh, that's really good. Targaryens are front and center. So it's based on the... We'll read this to you. It takes place 300 years before the events of Game of Thrones. The series will follow the Dance of the Dragons, the Targaryen civil war between siblings Aegon II and Rhaenyra, who fought for the throne after the death of their father, the series, the first. The Dance of the Dragons pursues Westeros' great houses, including the Lannisters and Starks, okay, against nice. each other, and resulted in the death of House Targaryen's most powerful dragons. Soon after the war, they would go extinct until Daenerys Targaryen would give birth to the three dragons three centuries later. So I've actually, I've actually, I haven't read the books, but there's a lot of channels that summarize the books for you in a pretty cool way. Okay, I like that version. Most of that. <laughs> okay. Really good. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I wouldn't. I look, my books are really great. For this. I don't like reading, so. I really go on fucking wait. Yeah, I, I already just the way they've introduced that. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm uh, always good. Uh, oh, and then uh, this is pretty good, so uh, it seems like Martin will be pretty. Who's Martin? George R. R. Martin, the writer. Oh, okay. So it seems like he will be very involved. Which so is he, he. I don't know whether or not he was really that involved with season seven and eight. I think there's a lot of drama on it, yeah. And um, I think a lot of the writing went to them. Like they had yeah. free reign to do whatever they wanted to. And I think that was a mistake. They shouldn't have, they should have, they should have. You know, keep the story different to what he's trying to do in the books because he doesn't have his story flushed out there. But then just have, have him as a background. Yeah, because like he's the, what do you want to call it, the creator of it. Like yeah, another yeah. person no, to no, see no, his no, vision through. That's what it is. Yeah. Allow him to see it through at least. Like, so yeah. Ramin Jawadi will do the music or the score. He's the guy from Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> Shane, the guy that never gets mentioned, but now I know who he is. That's good, yeah. And it's the only... Okay, so this is the only confirmed Game of Thrones split-up. So, like I said, there's a bunch of others. So, um, did they say... Yeah. Oh, so they want to do various ideas. Tales of Duncan Egg, which we'll get to. It's also, it's, a, it's like a mini book. Duncan Egg? Duncan and Egg, yes. So, it's oh. Aegon... It's Duncan the Tall... An Aegon Targaryen, like a, uh, a body crop type. <laughs> just, yeah. I just thought it was breakfast kind of set up like dunk and an uh, Then oh. there's a, a Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, which is, I can't remember what knight they were referring to, but I, I know that. That sounds um, awesome, no? 10,000 ships that would focus on the War Queen Nymeria. This is pretty cool. It's actually in the in the original Game of Thrones story, they speak about Nymeria and how she travels. Yeah, I feel like I recognize. Yes. So she she came from one of the other eastern countries and and traveled upward to okay. to dawn. Um, that would also be pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that that happens a thousand years before the events of Game of Thrones. So that would be pretty good. Um, this is going in progression, like how long ago, kind of thing. So as you each, you mentioned each one. Yeah. They, listen, they, they, there's a bunch of others. It's nine voyages. The sea snake, flea bottom. <laughs> but listen, they, 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 there's a lot of that's the no, it's a, it's, it's a shitty name. Anyway, but there's a lot, there's a lot about the Game of Thrones universe that they can that they can that they can do. There's oh, an entire so there's an entire continent continent worth of storytelling. Own story, like yeah, yes, that's available to them, and they can have a little bit of creative. I mean, through these stories. Writing. There could be more stories from that as well. Yeah, because Please all don't of ever the, stop. Don't, don't ever stop. All of the stories have, well, all of the um, countries or all of the areas have some sort of mystical, fantastical <laughs> element to them, right? So we know Game of Thrones for White Walkers, humans, and dragons, but there's well, a portion, yeah. yes. But that's only one continent in an entire world. Yeah, there's a lot of other stuff, and that's only we cover. What? We covered 20 years? What, in that? Well, yeah. I mean, not even. We covered a no, couple of years. We yeah. covered maybe 8 to 10 years. We covered a decade in a story that ran for over 100 years. Like, one of the stories that would be great is if they do a prequel series directly 
before, like with the magic yes, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be fantastic. And there's room for that. Yes. Just don't stop. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, so, oh. but yeah, this is a good start. That'd be awesome. Let's hope they, they, so let's hope next they get year. this right. Uh, second half of next year, yes. Great. Great. Alrighty. So that covers last week's news. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, let's talk about this week's stuff. Let me just open this up because there's still a lot to cover. Um, any, well, what are, you, are you excited about the Game of Thrones stuff? Oh, man. So things like, again, it's just the concept of what they can do with that. I, I love Game of Thrones. Like, I was like, oh, always, <laughs> you know, the only thing like, and I can think in the back of my head is again, like, when they do this, it's going to be, you know, one episode comes out and then you watch it and then a week later you've got to wait for the next one. I just, I don't know if I can go through that. I wonder, <laughs> well, yeah, they'll do that. I know, and it just, it, it pains. It yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I don't know, like, that's the stupidest thing. Especially when they do those long-ass episodes in between where oh. nothing really happens. Yeah, and then right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's like but, next time. But <laughs> that actually for me works better than what they did in 7 and 8. Because in 7 and 8, Oh, they gave yeah. you what you wanted it happened immediately and then it takes away a lot of the, the yeah there's more to it they could have been oh yes they could have been they could have easily run another five seasons yeah they tried to do all of that in, in two which I think was silly okay um cool so let's go to a couple of the next stuff oh so uh, I don't know I don't we spoke about Spider-Man or Spider-Man to the, the last time. Yeah. I don't know, did we speak about the Sony Netflix deal? I think we no, did. No, 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 I don't remember. So, um, Sony and Netflix came up with a deal where all of Sony's stuff would go to Netflix. Wow. Oh, okay. I think the, the priority to stream their stuff. So, obviously, <laughs> on theaters, it would go to Netflix first before anywhere else. Yeah. So, essentially, their deal is to. Um, be instead of Sony starting their own streaming platform, uh, they'll just use Netflix as a platform, and, which I think is a cool idea. Great. But then after that, after it's been on um, the Netflix for for a you know the right amount of time, Disney has the streaming rights for I think the. Well, for Sony stuff as well as the Spider-Man oh. stuff. So you will now have your entire MCU library on Disney Plus. Okay, that's cool. Though. Yeah. Look, again, you're gonna wait a bit longer, but I mean, yeah, but it will patience isn't the worst thing. But it was a pretty big deal. I can't remember the exact amount. Yeah. So yeah, Disney. But the the point of this is Disney is making a lot of big moves, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, um, they, they, they are they are starting to become a pretty pretty big competitor, and they're not even in all the markets yet. I was just saying, like I'll admit, I haven't even got there yet. And what you're telling me now, I'm South like, wow. So, oh well, yeah. If I did, it would be wrong. So I don't. But. <laughs> um, cool. Any anything you want to add on that? No, um, boring, I, guess. I, I don't know if there's anything on there just out of interest. Like, what is the the possibility of Disney then going into the market? Yeah, and things like that. What are we looking at? Because I mean, if they're building a big well, market, they, they, haven't, they, haven't, they haven't made an announcement for their smaller markets yet. Okay, 
Where's I, 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 yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I just don't see us being a priority market. Not ah, okay. Anyway, so then one of the things we already touched on last, the last time we had a pod was Captain America 4. Yes. So there's been some news about it and the major outlets reported on it <laughs> after we did, which is great. Okay. Um, Winning. So now we, we really touched on that and it's going to, well, we didn't, I didn't spoil it for you because you have to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier first. Oh, but it seems like it seems like that's been pretty much confirmed. Okay. The creator of Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, the showrunner, I mean, he mm-hmm. will he will end up the movie as well. And he did, I think did he good. good? Did he do a good job on that? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all cool. Considering. When you watch it, you'll see that there's some obvious stuff that they removed because this was done prior to the pandemic. Uh, and then they the limited, yeah. remove a couple of things because of it, and there's there's some of the editing, and you're like, ooh. <laughs> But overall, it's not bad. They, Just they, they, that moment, they, what they, moment was it that, what did they no, do? No, there's a few of the story and plot lines where you're like, what is, that, is that what you wanted to do? <laughs> and you're like, right? oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we covered off that already, covered off that already. Uh, um, oh, so we spoke about this. The last time around, I spoke about Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, right. So, a lot of a lot of people like that movie. I don't. I, I think it's a shit movie. Like I like people are people. What I what I yeah. what I think of the 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 previous Godzilla uh, King of Monsters. Monsters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Versus Godzilla versus Kong. People have the opposite opinion. No, why is that? The most of them. Are. So I don't. I don't know. Do you know? Ironically, after we had a pod, am I saying on the pod? Um, it's never been a topic I discussed. I randomly started, like someone randomly just brought it up and they were like, oh yeah, Kong versus, um, Kong versus Godzilla was, oh, it was, it wasn't that great, but it was really cool and mad respect for Kong. Uh, yeah. Like, it was a gangster kind of thing, but anyway, it's like mad respect for Kong because at the end he really shows up. It's like, oh yeah, nice. And then well, I just brought it up I, and I haven't seen it, but I'm like, it just doesn't. I just like, not, great, it sounds not, good, but Kong, King of Monsters, I mean, uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, and, and was, before you even was, touch on his like, was way better. Like, yes. it's just, just like way better. So I, I'm curious, like, where that's from, but so far, everyone has, without a doubt, agreed, like, King of Monsters, no, no, no competition almost. Yeah. So, and I, I saw a very short version of the fight. I hate the idea that somehow he's fighting a robot. It just, <laughs> I, I don't know, like, I mean, a mythological titan creatures and a robot. Well, listen, I get it, because it's, it's, um, it's about guys use, they, they wanted to bring in a makeup. Cool, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But you had no right. Like, you just, <laughs> Yo. you just, you just didn't do enough for me to go like, fuck, yes. Like no, amazing stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Anyway, so the 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 studio have now announced that what sounds like they are announcing they're going to do a Son of Kong to follow up on Son of Kong. Yeah. Oh. So how cool? Where's the mother of Kong? Maybe <laughs> maybe got some nook when they went. <laughs> Was uh, Godzilla the mother? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, okay. I don't know. But, like, really uh, now, like, the, like, I mean, Godzilla himself is, 
I don't know what you call it, but he can lay eggs. He doesn't have to mate. Uh, because they, they lose oh, yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. But I guess Kong, very first. Kong's not. Kong is very much. He's alone. Male. Like, they made that very specific, like, I don't know. He's the last. I guess, I guess you don't have to do something where they're related. It's just, it just has to be after. You don't have to, like, you understand what I'm saying? It's like a, a, a second experiment, or maybe they do experiments on gorillas with Kong's blood. Okay, and yeah, then, that, 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 that one experiment goes wrong, and then it's that that gorilla turns into Kong. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. Sure Kong passed away, or Kong's very old, or he's very sick, whatever, and then an experiment goes wrong. I mean, that's sounds Well, I kind of like that concept, like Kong's passed away, yeah. and now like the world needs a, a, some form of uh, protection. Or maybe like that, yes, and where, they, they, where, they, where they go and resurrect Kong, but they use his DNA yeah, 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 yeah. to recreate a son. Guys, if you weren't doing that, this is a better version. This is a better <laughs> version, go with that. Yes. Yeah, yeah I kind of like that, actually. Or, okay, or you can go, it goes completely wrong, and son of Kong is complete bad. You see? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I really get Godzilla to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> Have a robot or oh, 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 <laughs> the power rangers to save the day. <laughs> do you ever feel like it's that's like a Godzilla? fucking ridiculous <laughs> Kong and Kong versus Godzilla? <laughs> that's like how ridiculous. Did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> no, but listen, if they if they do if they do, if they do the whole experiment thing, um, or or maybe there's some sort of other threat. Okay. All the all the it's in the future. All the titans are dead or whatever um, extinct. Uh, or it's in a, whatever the case might be, mm. and then a new threat comes up. It could also be an alien threat from a comet or something, um, which would be cool. And then they have to create it, recreate the Titan. Um, it's about these people trying to, you know, they, they've got the last little bit of DNA. It's the last hope. Um, this fucking thing is staring up all of Earth. You know, maybe kill a couple of people, main characters. That sounds right. Make, yeah. it, make it investable. And then, yeah, and then they create the sign of God. <laughs> Just, I've got the Power Rangers thing. <laughs> All I feel like is there's going to be some random animal <sighs> fighting a gorilla, and the gorilla loses, and then it throws down sparks, and all of a sudden it gets bigger. <laughs> it's like a power Rangers. That's great, man. Uh, anyway. oh. So yeah, listen, the the monster verse is not better than what most people expected. So the first Kong Skull Island was a great movie. I oh, like that. Man, it's so good, yeah. Um and they, they touched on like I remember on the one version, like how Kong's parents died and like they do give some version of so I mean uh, it, yeah, yeah. it'd just be very interesting. But yeah, but that movie wasn't bad. Um the first Godzilla movie I didn't watch, but from what oh. I from what I've heard, yes. it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, I, I know that one. You have um, King of Monsters, which I like, but not a lot of other people did. Surprising. I mean, you get Kong versus Godzilla, which a lot of people like. I didn't. And now they're gonna do Son of Kong. So I mean, it's 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 something. It's been it's been relatively successful so far. I, yeah, cool. Whatever. I, I don't. It's nothing else. But one of the interesting saying this now, like from the first Kong, like in size and things like that, I've never bothered to actually take it into comparison. I'd like so to a lot of people, a lot of people have made mention about that, but I could have sworn, I think in Skull Island actually, yes. they did speak about 
him never stopping to grow. Or they might mention in some movie where they talk about I want to take note of that, that he yeah. keeps that he keeps growing. But um, he's still young, or he hasn't really yes, grown up. Or, yeah, so they, they, yeah. it is mentioned. So when he when he showed up as big as Godzilla, or at least as tall, it didn't no, it didn't surprise me that much because it's in line with that's at least what, how I remember the character for. So it, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's it's just a bum. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Speaking of crazy fucking crossovers, did you see? I can't remember if they were joking or something, or they were they were they were saying it in jest. Where okay. they oh, said yeah. that, and we should actually do this. Remember when we spoke about villain balls? So for you out there, we're gonna do um, villain, not villain balls. We're gonna do character balls, okay. where we, you know, it's a stadium, and then movie characters from different franchises. Oh, yeah. Right, so we still have to do the Mortal Kombat one versus the Force and Furious, <laughs> but the Force and Furious <laughs> people are in their cars. Right, so we first have, we have to do that one, but then... Are they in they cars or tanks or planes? Because I don't know anymore. Whichever, whichever, whichever that character <laughs> drove... As long as the character had driven that particular vehicle... It's okay. It's okay. So if they drive a boat, they can... If they flew a plane... Oh, this is great. Right? Doesn't matter. Okay? But then, there's this crossover that they spoke about between... Wait for it. Um... The Jurassic Park dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. And... Yeah, please let it be good. And yeah, Force and Furious. <laughs> yes, oh, no. I can't remember where. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. How did they? Okay. Just, let's go. I think it's. I think it was just in jest. I think it was just a joke. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it's it's not entirely impossible. Blah 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 blah. Uh, no. Just, just no. What if it's not? Okay. Yeah. Just no. Well, that should be great. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't <laughs> okay don't do that <laughs> yes Fast and Furious Jurassic Park cross over possible says director fuck off they're gonna go to space first yes. and then end up in some sort of I don't know I don't, how it'll make me laugh I'll give it that although Jurassic Park doesn't happen in the past it happens in this day and age yeah 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 so Still no on what do they go? Do they do they go for a race at the park? What what under what circumstances would they end up there? <laughs> oh, fuck. No no like look I think it, it could be funny. I'll go as far yeah. as that. Like it's gonna be extreme as anything, but yeah. I mean yeah. I didn't I didn't mention this actually. So um when we spoke about I just saw this now, sorry for the janky change up. Um what's his name? Christian Bale. Okay, yeah. Also in four. I forgot, he's the villain. Oh, he's the, man. He's the God Butcher. The God yeah. Butcher? Yeah. That sounds badass. Yeah. It's just the right kind of badass. Like, yeah, so, okay. Go on, go on. So he's never, I've never seen him as a, a villain. No, he's an American psycho. Oh, flip. Yeah, actually, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's going to be. But that's going to be well cast. Like, I'm not going to like that. That just, that just gets better be and better. Amazing. It's going to be great. I, can't, I fucking can't wait. Anyway. Mm. Um, Right. What else? So we already spoke about Son of Kong. Oh, so just on some of the um, some of the Marvel stuff. So obviously there's been WandaVision. Yes. There's been Falcon and Winter Soldier all happening in the MCU. Okay. And then there's talk about uh, they're doing an Ironheart series. I'm not sure Iron if you Heart. know about the comics. Yeah, so 
they they brought out a comic book now in the in the twenty twenties or the twenty two thousands or two twenty tens. I can't remember exactly what it was. Teens kind of thing, yeah. Okay, so it's about this genius chick um, that is inspired by Iron Man, and then she designs her own Iron Iron Man like suit. It's called Iron Heart. Right, but the whole idea is um, the comics are supposed to be transformative and evolve. So it's a it's a lady character, black lady character. Okay. It's pretty cool. I, I think it's I think it's a good a good cool character that's done right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that series has now a writer. So I actually saw an episode of um, it's called Amazing Stories. It's on Apple Plus. I don't know if you remember Amazing oh. Stories from the Past. It's like an old, Oof. old, old series they used to do where they just, it's an anthology where they have this one theme for the episode and normally the characters would change. Anyway, the episode that this chief wrote was pretty good. Really. Oh, okay. So, and then she also wrote a couple of episodes of Snowpiercer, which is also on there. Oh, that's big hit, though. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. So she's going to be the lead writer for the Iron Heart series. Okay, I'm okay with that. Which I think is, is it's just not. Is this their way of replacing Iron Man kind of thing? Like, just, um, no, no. The character, the character is never a replacement character. Okay, good. good, good. Uh, she's she's that's just more cool. of a of a of a sideline character than she is a a. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but it's the same with it's the same with Miss um, Marvel. So you have Captain Marvel, and then Miss yeah. Marvel is the Miss um, <laughs> Marvel. Yeah, I do miss it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, the the movie that we saw on the trailer, the Marvels. Yes. Yeah. Have Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel, and then Miss Marvel. But Miss uh, Marvel also has a TV series that's coming out. Okay, so it's interesting. Quite interchanging between the between the. Oh man, okay. I'm right. Sure so, speaking of things we saw, let's touch on that since that we're now on the mobile stuff. Um, let's chat about let's chat about that. Let's chat about the Loki series. Okay. The movies coming out and stuff like that. So first off, let's still touch on the Loki series. What did you you saw the trailer? What did you think? Yeah, so I think like I, I understand like where that, that came from, like the time time being kind of broken. Um, I think I, I, it looks awesome. I was gonna say like I, I like, you know, like I think he's gonna be. He's not the good guy. I like those kind of versions. Like it's uh, not, he's not necessarily it's gonna the be, good guy. It's gonna be the anti-hero. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of okay with that. Like why is she more than okay with that? It's just not. I think it's different again. It's not that obvious. Doing it because you want to be good. Yeah, I guess like he's gonna have to do it. But it'd be nice to see like how it ties in with the whole. Like with the movies, like what's the outcome? Like, um, very interesting to see how that. This is the you. one series that I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going to be that. It's going to be tied in. Like it's going yeah, to. It's, it's going to borrow a lot about from from the main universe. Yeah, and it, it cuts off from there anyway. But because it's diverging timelines, diverging universes. You can, do you remember that story called Quantum Leap? Quantum Leap. That's maybe not the best examples. Of examples. So essentially what I think it's gonna it's gonna happen is he's one variant of multiple Loki's. Mm-hmm. So oh, he's wow. going to we're gonna encounter encounter multiple outcomes. So we'll encounter uh, a world where Loki won the war. We'll encounter a world where oh, Loki became president. 
which is actually in the comics. I think that's, yeah, I remember we'll hearing something about like that. Yeah. We'll encounter a world where Loki is a woman. <laughs> so I think... <laughs> Sorry, just with his long hair really, I yeah. don't much more there to change. He'll be played by the same person. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm really, really excited to see what they do with that. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I, I can't see where they can really go wrong with that. Yeah, that's, that's going to be awesome. So, um, so that's one. Another, another. So we saw the um, welcome back. We'll come back to. Well, let's go back to the movies trailer. The Marvel, oh, Marvel okay. trailer. We, we've obviously seen the Black Widow trailer, which looks, looks awesome. That's coming yeah. out in July. Um, they show us Shang Chi, which is coming out in September. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. It, and yeah. then they show us the Eternals. So, for those of you who don't know. A lot of people won't just open up what the Eternals are. I'll be included in that. (laughs) So the Eternals are a race of humanoids. Um, Human opens up, yes. They're described as an offshoot of the evolutionary process that created sentient life on Earth. The original instigators of this process, the alien celestials, intended the Eternals to be the defenders of Earth. Which leads to the inevitability of war against the destructive counterparts, the deviants. Um, yeah. So essentially, so for example, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in the historic Marvel universe that happened prior to actual what we know as the standard line of time. Oh yeah. Part of which is the Kree's came to Earth and the tests on the early humans. The Kree's. Yes. The Kree's. The Kree. Yes. Uh, they're the blue, the blue alien race. <laughs> okay. So they did this on the human beings, and the humans then turned, or those humans then have a gene in them that is hidden and is activated by pterogen uh, oh. crystals, aka inhumans. Okay. Um, but before that, there were the celestials. You saw those robot looking things in the movies. Um. With the, oh, I'll show you. Yeah, from Thor, isn't it? That's yes. uh, the protector, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that thing, yeah. So they um, they come to Earth and they create the Eternals, who are supposed to be the protectors of Earth. Oh. But then there's Tesco wrong, and it's the Deviants. The Deviants, for example, the, the Thor. Not Thor. Like, wouldn't um, you be bad if you were the Deviant, though? <laughs> well, maybe you're bad, and then you're good. I don't know. Um, but then Thanos was also a Deviant. Just a, a later version. Yeah. Okay, so the Eternals and the Deviants then leave Earth, I think. Or, or, or they end up leaving, or they all call the Eternals. They only become Deviants later. Okay. I can't remember correctly. But they, they leave Earth, so some of them end up on Titan. Um, and some of them just end up all over space. Okay. Some of them stay behind. Right? This happens like a thousand years before. before what we know. Like, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, but then for the Eternals... The group of Eternals that we will we will we will get to know. Um, they've got a character called Sprite, I think. That Sprite. has yes, that has the because they the, the character is small. She bubbles and makes you feel small, good. Yes. <laughs> um, she has the ability to take away memories. Oh, okay. Which would explain why the Eternals weren't in any of the previous. Oh, they covered that nicely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it sounds. So what I think is going to happen is they're going to give us a dual timeline type of story. They'll give us a little bit of the past, what happened in the past, who they are, where they come from, origins. But I think the main story will be present day and how they find them 
find themselves back to one another. Because when you saw that little bit of the trailer, mm. it seems as though that they... they, they it's mm. very short, like it's hard to... No, it's, it's, yeah. it's hard to say away, but it, it does does seem to indicate a, a past version of them, because that's the one, there's uh-huh. the one shot where they're in front of Babylon's gates. Okay. Um, so it does seem that they go past and present. Oh, that's awesome, okay. So, but just to go through some of these people in this movie, right, this is one of the, and remember now, this is now a, like a double Oscar-winning director oh, whoa. attached to this. Like is it director already, like... Yeah, that's what I mean, this is almost done. So, yeah. to give you an idea of the cost, so it's Kit Harington. Ah, show me a picture of Kit Harington. It's Chuck Oh, oh, oh. Right? Okay. So, he's a character called Black Knight, which they also... Uh, he's not an internal, but he's mm-hmm. in the internals. Eternals. Also a comic book character, also a pretty cool character. So okay. you might get his own movie, which is great. That'd be great, yeah. Bring more. Angela, G- Angelina Jolie as Tina. Richard Madden, who was Rob Stark. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Icarus. Icarus. Um, Icarus. Yeah. I just that name. Gemma Chan as Cersei. It's got Millie Bobby Brown, which is Eleven in Stranger Things. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani, Skingo, that guy. Madame Siok as Gilgamesh, Salma Hayek. Gilgamesh? Yeah, okay. Salma Hayek's in it as well. Some, wow, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's so big names. Like, that's really big names, yeah. Yeah, and that's not even, that's not even all of them is a bunch of other yeah bunch of other characters as well but anyway so massive massive cost so jeez yeah and they are saying well the guys at Marvel it's their movie so I would assume they would say something like this (laughs) (laughs) the worst but yes (laughs) but they are saying they don't normally bug their movies that much before but they are saying this is probably the best Marvel movie they've ever done whoa <laughs> that's a that's a, a big, strong statement. Jeez, okay. Now, like and in the universe that's so, so successful already. Yeah, Kevin Feige already like I don't know I don't know the context in which he said this, but he already said like this is going to be an Oscar contender for Best Picture next year. Whoa! Again, that strong ball. <laughs> strong. Yeah, that might yeah. be some of those things you don't say because no. probably went on like I don't know. know. Is it? We'll see. Anyway, yeah. So looking good, and then they've given us a bunch of other stuff. So Spider-Man still coming this year. Doctor Strange coming next year. Oh, Doctor Strange! Yeah. Uh, um, Black Panther, what kind of ever witch? Because obviously Chadwick Boseman passed away. Oh, I flip okay. Yeah. So uh, I don't. They say they're saying that they've got a perfect way of like filling respectfully changing the character. Uh, because they're not going to be cost. So, the Cholo, who's the Black Panther in the universe, yeah. won't be the Black Panther anymore because obviously it's well, he can't. They'll, they'll, they'll probably do more fun, yes. Well, they, they, have a, they have a respectful way of doing it and giving us a new Black Panther or a new Black Panther character. But how are they going to do that? Maybe it's like a traditional thing, like someone else beats him in combat and he passes the reign over kind of thing. Oh, but would they do that if the real person actually passed away? No, I don't know. I, that's all like, they'd be very interesting. I don't know. Like, what's just equals the person. I think, I think if they, if they took, um, 
Michael B. Jordan, who played the villain in the first Black Panther movie. Okay. He played Killmong. If they took him and recast him as Black Panther, and then in a way where, where all they explain is that, listen, we thought that this person would carry on trying to expose his memory the best. That, for me, would have been fine. No, okay. Uh, oh, it's just like... It now, would have been an acceptable way of overriding the character. But now, I don't know what they're going to do now, because they're not... They're hanging up. It's been interesting. Like, yeah. is there a good version of it, though? Like, cause no. I guess, like... No, it's a bit of a Sophie's thing. Yeah. So we'll see. Jeez. Um, it surprised us. It'd be really great. Like, hey, maybe it's something really... You know, you're like, oh, that was yeah. good. Then we're okay. getting... Then we're getting uh, the Marvels, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, which is going to have the character called um, Kang, Kang, Kang the Conqueror, which is a time traveling character. That sounds so awesome. huge. He's a huge villain. Yeah, and Kang the Conqueror. I love it, yes. man. Okay, so he's a time traveling villain. Um, see, we spoke about this before with Spider Man. You know, seemingly blasting yeah. people from multiple universes. Um, the the Doctor Strange movie called Multiverse of Madness, <laughs> and then the Ant Man movie having a time traveling character in it called Quantum Mania, and Quantum the Quantum Realm has mm. is a different universe in itself that gives you the ability to travel through time, travel through to different universes. So it does seem to be lining up that sort of. It might be as like a, a group up again yeah. against one common en- enemy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Guardians of the Galaxy three coming out finally. Oh, yes. And then that's a good great. old, good old Fantastic Four. And this that trailer did not include Blade, which recently changed production dates. Oh really? I guess yeah, changing a little bit. They're starting shooting a little bit later, which is fine. This is got a tough content to go through anyway. Yes. Um, so it excludes Blade. It ex- excludes Deadpool. No news oh, on Deadpool. Yes. No news <laughs> on um, X Men yet. And those things are all happening. Yeah, like just, they, they're just all kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, as far as the Marvel universe is concerned, they still got the She Hulk series, the, the the Hawkeye series, which got a first look the other day. Um, so Hawkeye is handing over the baton to I can't remember it's not his daughter but to a, a new character okay uh, we've still got Armor Wars with Go, um, Rhodey Iron Man's buddy oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. Uh, so apparently um, Stark's thick gets into the wrong hands it's going to be about fighting that so the original comic is actually Iron Man doing the exact same thing yeah Iron Man did so <laughs> it will be it will be um, yeah it will be Rhodey's character doing that which I think is cool I think it's yeah it it's can work like, okay so that's just serious and like then you have all of these just movies. gets stolen though right like it always just gets into the wrong hands can't they just but then build something that doesn't allow well, then there would be no story <laughs> no <laughs> um it's like, I think, like, all I can think of is like, he's taken, you know, like, and they joke, like, at some point you've got to wonder if he's just a really bad dad and his kids keep getting stolen. <laughs> all I can think is like, now, his dark stuff keeps getting stolen, like, just yeah. build a safe that doesn't allow it to steal. But hey, no, that ruins the story. But yeah. Just, just, just within what, then there's no, there's no Yeah, really. something's got to be stolen. But, um, okay. So there's a lot of stuff. So then... Speaking of comic book movies and news, we also have an announcement that these, I don't know, do you see DC Fandom, Fandom 
Bender. Sounds like some sort of fucking yeah, advert yeah. for Connor. Uh, <laughs> DC fandom. The oh. fandom. <laughs> Silly. Anyway, so um, it's it's essentially the. Oh. <laughs> you know how they used to have the announcements at Copy Con? Uh, like you'll have DC will have an announcement panel, Marvel and the. Oh, okay, okay. yeah, okay. So. Marvel's version of that happened during the Disney Disney call. It's called an investor's call, but it's kind of like a video um, presentation of everything that's coming and everything that's going to happen over the next couple of years and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a convention. Yeah, it's a digital like, hey, convention. So the ver- DC's version of that is DC Fando, which okay. is DC's and Warner Bros. Brothers, so it's technically Warner Brothers' comic book division. Anyway. Okay, okay, yeah. So, um, some of the stuff we can expect is the Batman. That's supposed to come out March 2022. Okay, Just cool. so far off, we already have the trailer. So yeah, that's a bit of a about stretch. eight months, yeah, but it's obviously been delayed because of, you know. Okay. The, what's, that, what's that pandemic thing called again? Oh, yes, COVID. <laughs> what? Um, Black Adam. Which is the, oh, the rock? So there's so that's bro- so oh man, it's in such a good cause, man. I, I, I can't do it. I think the rock just. I don't know if the rock can play a baddie though. We'll have to see. It's gonna be uh, yeah, I think like it's just. But he's gonna be an anti-hero. So he's not exactly gonna be. That's all. Like I think he can rock. Like he can rock it. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, like when they when they like I can't. Just you know that rock, you know, normally bald everything he was supposed to be in that role. Yes. Like it actually just works. But you know how they normally buff up the suits, right? They give you a bodysuit. Oh yeah, so yeah. You know, big and, and strong. Can they even and do and that for him? Like they're not going to. That's the so first badass, time man. that a comic book character does not need a rip suit. What if they did buff him up even more? Like what no, would how like? would you do that? No, no. Like what, what did they look like? Like Black Adam becomes Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, okay, yeah. That's pretty badass, though. Yeah. So then... What else? A bunch of other stuff they're going to bring in there, but now... This thing that I'm... This list that I'm using is not working anymore. Let's do this. Oh, here we go. So... Oh, okay, Flash. So remember... Flash, okay. When we... Sp- oh, it's supposed to come out next year in November, right? So remember when we... Um, when we spoke about it and I said, I'm not going to know what they didn't know what they're going to do with the movie. It's going to be in and out universe. So there's a new, there's a new Superman movie that they're going to do. Okay. But it seems like they're going to use, like in the comics, there's a, there's a, a black Superman, okay. which is not the, it's not the clock game character. It's a completely different okay. character. Okay. So yeah. I'm not sure if they're going to do the clock game character, but do a black Superman that way. Okay. Or do a, um, Different character, but a black Superman. And so they first of cost or anything yet? No, 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 no. They just yeah. announced that J.J. Abrams was going to reboot it. And J.J. Abrams, you know, he rebooted Star Trek. He rebooted Star Wars. It's been good. So it's, it's a it's a good choice, right? Yeah. So there's been a lot of there's obviously been a lot of kickback because oh, you're doing a black Superman. It's not my Superman. Don't you? <laughs> The first Superman was Jewish. He was created by Jewish people. So what are you talking about? Yeah, That's, really. The the color of the character has nothing to do. Uh, fucking, no, no, same people. Anyway, so it's going to be cool to see what they do because they're also apparently doing a period piece. 
But that's like a whole background story change and everything like that. Well, the, well like, yeah. yes. But yeah. I mean, if they do if they do a period piece, a 20th century period piece, depending on where you drop it, uh-huh. that's going to be a really... It can be a great movie. Imagine... Imagine... It's COVID. <laughs> well, no, it's 20th century. So <laughs> no. Imagine you drop... Imagine, imagine you drop a black Superman in early 90s, late 1950s, 1960s America. Wow. That'd be amazing. Yeah. You know, like what, 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 like the, the strongest man in the universe is black in a segregated America. Jeez. How insane. That yeah, would, no, that that would be very rough. Good story though. No, no, as I said, like that could be like a very, oh, it'd be a, like a, yeah. But I, I think, I think it's also cool. Even okay. if they do standard stock standard Superman. If they do another fucking Clark Kent origin story, I'm gonna cock in my pants. Yeah, Clark Kent. That's not gonna have more of a background. No, it's gonna we like it. really. We 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 know we, the story. We get it, right? Uh, he just um, puts glasses on and he's different. It's okay. Nah, I'm, we're okay with that. But, I'm okay if the character is Clark Kent, but don't give me the origin again. No, yeah, yeah. You can you can sort of touch on it, but don't don't give me the whole origin. Like the whole story does not does Change not have to be about him becoming Superman. Yeah, we get we it. know how he becomes Superman. We've got about six movies to tell us how he becomes Superman. We fucking get it. I wanted to find like a super badass and then let it go deep. Yes. Like, I, I'm some hardcore fight. Yeah, but anyway, so we so that Superman that we already spoke about, that Superman, um, the Joker and the Joker sequel that they are planning. Is that with all, what's his name? Um, Jack and Phoenix, yes. Okay. Phoenix. And are supposed to be out of the universe. So they're not part of the, the original DC universe. The Flash movie technically can get and won't be because it's kind of hinted already that it's going to be multiversal. Mm, okay. Which, which is exactly what we spoke about the last time. So some cool stuff coming from there. They've also got a bunch of other characters. Peacemaker, Shazam 2 needs to come out. Yes. Okay. Gotham PD, which I think is going to good, be good, but I think those are series. Static Shock, which was a cartoon character, was a cartoon series with the kids. Yeah, so I'm like, even I, I know this, like, yeah. okay. Blue yeah. Beetle, Zatanna, okay. Green Latin Corpse. They oh, might, I hope they do they something might, great with Green Lantern. Yeah, <sighs> difficult. Yeah. It's a, the CGI is a problem in that. And yeah, because it's all the, the, very, the very synopsis or premise of the character is a problem. So, the character of Green Lantern's power, they even say it, it's your, your, their, their power is rooted in their ability to imagine, mm. the, the strength of their creations, because they create things with their Yeah, so the better the imagination. It's based of. on their ability to imagine stuff. Yeah. Now, that's limitless. Exactly. So, how, you understand that, that, but that's the problem. Yeah, there's no, there's no, like if you're a writer or you're a creator, you're the person doing the movie. What is the coolest thing you can think of? Yeah, and to who? Like the, yeah. it's a classic having too much problem. So if you <laughs> go up, if you yeah. imagine, imagine you could watch any movie or any TV series at any point in time in your life, you know, in, no, that's uh, any time. Like it's what if you're never going like to watch one movie thing because you're going to spend hours looking for something to watch and you're going to be undecided. Jeez, so I think that is a prop. So what I what I would think you need to do is you need to first you need to um, you need to power down. You need to limit the character. Like you have to bring in yeah. rules that go okay, cool. 
yes, it's based on your imagination, but here are the rules to it. So yeah, like the more street. ridiculous, the less powerful the, the, the creation. And then you have some sort of measurement of ridiculousness <laughs> in terms of what, what is a... What oh. is a you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But so, for example, for example, so complicated, like. you can't create something that you have no notion of. So, you can't create a car unless you have in-depth knowledge of what a car does. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. You understand? You have to, yeah, if you bring in rules one. like that, and you can find the power down the character. Because if, I, if I'm the Green Lad, you know what? I would create every time I use my ring. A Superman. <laughs> Or six of them. Or, or six of them. Yeah, like, okay. Why the fuck would you do anything else? <laughs> like if it's just like the other guy doing, well, I'll do seven Superman. So yeah. And it's like, well, do make it eight. No, yeah. <laughs> it makes, you understand? So you have to, yeah. at least, listen, I'm not, I'm not that knowledgeable of the comics, especially not Green Lantern comics, but I couldn't ever remember there being something that precludes me from doing that. I know like when they did the movies initially, it was like, you know, he was, he was getting stronger, but again, you're right. It was like based on yeah. his imagination. Yeah, I, I, so I guess I don't understand enough about it, but you yeah. mean like the limits on that? Yeah, being limitless, which would sound great, is a problem. Yes, it's actually geez, shame. Anyway, so it's a good um, yeah, DC fandom coming in October. I I like these stuff, these kinds of things. So yeah, excited to see what they do with that. Um, Speaking of superhuman type characters, Invincible. Yeah. So it's been renewed for season two and three. Okay. Yeah. You've you've not finished it yet. I haven't finished it. But you like I'm a, I'm a show haul, I watch some and not something you will show your kid. Uh, no. Well look uh, not now. It's not no Although he doesn't have the way with all to understand what he's watching, right? Oh good lord, it's graphic, like I mean you know, the thing is, like, the first episode, not knowing up until, right until the end, man, what a family show, what a great, <laughs> what a great show, yeah. and then, and then it just changes. Um, what do you, yeah. like, what do you, what have, what have been your, like, takeaways, what do you, because you don't, you haven't been enamored by it, it hasn't caught your, no, it's, it's, look, I, I, I've never really, like watched a comic book form of show, like to be very honest. So, I mean, when I saw it, it, it was like, okay, cool, let me give it a chance. In all I say, it was just like, let me give it a chance. Yeah. And when I watched it, I'm like, oh, I'm seriously watching a comic book right now. And that was why, like, the first episode was really. <laughs> that <laughs> is like, that, but that's it wasn't I mean, that's deliberate because the I think the idea, um, I think the idea behind it was. Keeps the animation close yeah. to to what it was in the comic book. So Fair. that it's done by oh, what's that name? Dead the Walking Dead. Um, can I tell you now? Oh man! Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Robert Kirkman. Okay. Yeah. So the the animation part of it is is. Like, if you, if you see the comics, it's almost identical. Okay, no, and respectfully, like, yeah, I, 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 yeah. again, it's just, it's not something that I would honestly do, because I'm not interested. It's just, to be honest with you, the, the, so, 
without without giving too much away. So obviously it's about the, um, the this this superior race called the uh, um, Ultrix or Ventrix or something. Yeah, it's with a V. That that essentially they have an empire and they they try to get planners to join the empire. So then this um, Omni Man comes to Earth. He then integrates himself into humanity. Every day. Um, yes, mm-hmm. as a kid. And the idea is for the kid to help him take over Earth and See. make birth bow to the Empire. You wouldn't know that. Like, you don't know that. You wouldn't know that. Hides, like, through the whole series. Yeah, uh, yeah. You only find out after, I think it's episode seven. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Um, but the story is about... Like, again, this is an origin story. So it's about how the, the character Invincible, Mark... Um, goes about learning about his powers, learning who he is, um, trying to balance the superhero life with um, like normal human, like normal human stuff. Yeah, yes. and going through relationships. It's very relatable. I would imagine it's very relatable for teen- teenagers because it's got that Spider-Man element of being yeah, a human super. Yes, um, uh, but it, it explores a couple of cool stories. It sets up a couple of stuff, like this one episode where he goes to Mars. He encounters a couple of beings there. He needs to go and save because he goes with the Mars mission. Mm-hmm. And in the Mars mission, you know, he saves them from these aliens. But these secondary aliens, like a pest, like a, uh, a um. like a parasite race, okay, that infested Mars. So the Martians are already fucking scared of this thing or things. And then this parasite infects one of the one of the um, astronauts. They don't know. Uh-huh. So they've come back to Earth with that fucking thing, but they haven't explored it any further. So they set that up. Okay, that's cool. Like that, that's probably what's coming yeah. next kind of thing. Um, I just want to add also say going to space. Like this is, I really love this about it. It's that it, it's and it's just like the way they explain like the simple things, like how they fly. Like when there's a moment, like and he explains like yes. how they fly. Yes. When he goes into space, like how do I breathe in there? It's like. You, you, don't, it. you, you know, like, it, it's the things like you kind of think that I, I really yeah. appreciate that. It's like, yeah, it's good. Uh-huh. Actually, um, yeah. they, keep, they keep well with that, but yeah, I thoroughly well. enjoy that. So they then, they then, um, so yeah, and then the story that runs concurrently with that is Omni Man's story. So it starts off with him being the hero of Earth, <laughs> he then slaughters the heroes of Earth, which is essentially this universe's Justice League, like. Slaughters like that's like there's no other word. Yeah, but like wow. And f- at first, you kind of you I mean, in the comics apparently they don't take this long to to get to the point where it's like nah, it wasn't like in the comics they don't even you know the guardians of the the guardians of the globe have no chance. They don't even they don't even make him bleed. Oh, yeah, so I kind of like that version, the fact that they, yeah. they gave him a good fight. That was good. Okay, fair. Um, I like that he's like. Super bad. But then so, yeah. throughout the story, you kind of, at first, like, you, you don't know whether or not, you know, did something take him over? Is someone behind it? Was there some sort of brain yeah. supervillain that, that got control of his mind? And even at the end, where you, where you, where you, where Mark and him kind of encounters one another, Mark's kind of goes through that same thought process the audience originally did, where he's like, no, it can't be, you know, no, something must be happening in the background here that we don't see or don't know of. Um, but yeah, you, you find out that that's not the case. It's just a, an evil bastard that wants to take over Earth. <laughs> um, Heartless. He, he goes through a couple of episodes. There was the, the episode about defending Earth from those alien invaders. Yes. 
Which, where they, they aged so quickly. Yes. That was that ends up Omni-Man going to that universe. And that's where you actually first see the evil part of him where you think that this oak might have actually killed the Guardians of the Globe. Because he goes back and just annihilates. And then just... Like an island. Yes. <laughs> like that yeah. entire, that entire <laughs> civilization. Yeah. Um, so essentially, that's basically, you know, what you go through for those episodes. So depending, depending on who you are watching it and from what point of view you are watching it, you may or may not enjoy it. There mm-hmm. is some, probably a little bit of pacing issues, but the pacing all, is all in setup. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it does well in terms of driving your story. Yeah. You know, driving your story forward. And I, I think knowing a little bit about, you know, how it completely freaks out in the comics. Like there's, there's some really awesome storylines that come in the comics. Okay. I think this is a, this is a good setup. So for first season, it, it had enough for me to go, yeah, that's good enough. But you're right. There, there are parts of it where I'm like, mm, this is a bit, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't, you just you just kind of disappear from it. like for two minutes you're like oh wait I'm watching you know, you, your mind wanders yeah doesn't, like doesn't it grab that attention grab your attention they might have actually missed a trick by they should have shortened it they should have only given us six episodes yeah I just did like and get yeah. action or so what happens then is that eventually the mother uh, figures out that you know Omni Man killed the Guardians of the Globe yeah Omni Man goes and tells this to Mark. And he refuses to believe it at first. Then they go, you know, then, then his dad eventually convinces him. Then his dad wants him to join. Um, he, he, he man clearly doesn't give a shit. He even says, you know, in the episode he says, you know, if, he doesn't, if it's not 12,000 years, he doesn't really care for the mother. This is more. And I was going to actually ask that, like, what is his yeah. actual... So, no, he gives two fucks. What a guy. Yeah, what no, a really, guy. real champion. Yeah. Someone you didn't really look <laughs> yeah. up to. Oh, man. Anyway, so he, him and Mark get into this massive fight and then, then just... It's smashed. He just <laughs> rips Mark and you won. But Mark, <laughs> he's still supposed to grow in his powers. Yeah. And then at the end of it, um, Omni-Man kind of is in this place where he, 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 he sees what he's done to his son. He sees... Like what he's done to humanity, and he's he seems to be confused with what's going on, and he just fucks off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But in the comics, there's he still comes back. But right? but there's good. a lot of there's a lot of no kind of sort of there's there's bigger threats. Uh, so okay. he he I think he comes back in defense of his son. But there's essentially a bunch of storylines that still need to. There's there's also that. Um, um, ah, oh, the character's name's got the the lion head, the salmon thing. So there's one episode where they try to take down this villain, this mechanical robot thing, and they end this. This robot gets you know contracts a bunch of killers, super super villain killers to come and fight the the new guardians of the globe for this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then they come up with this one battle, it's a battle, battle beast. That's the thing's name. Battle beast. Bruh, or it's, well, I'm sure it's battle beast. That just sounds awesome. He fucks yeah. up. Oh, like Mark, he, uh, he, saw, he puts him in a coma. So I thought, when I saw the last episode, I thought, because battle beast's whole thing is he's seeking, or their entire race, seeks out warriors that are as good as them. 
So I thought he would rock up at the end and challenge maybe like Omni Man. Yes. Yeah. That would be a good challenge because Omni Man fucks up Mark very much in the same way Battle Beast did. Oh, jeez. Okay. So I would imagine the. But does Mark just get beat up by everyone? That's another thing. So he's the superpower being. And he gets his ass whipped pretty, pretty, pretty often. Which, in the one hand, is cool because. There's realism to it. Like yes, because then yeah. it's like, okay, cool, he's still learning his powers. He's not yeah. as powerful as he can be yet. His dad even says that because his dad can. I'm sure his dad can shoot lasers out of his eyes and walk on it. So he he's still learning his powers. Um, and growing into his strength kind of thing. I think what's frustrating is that in the series or in the season, we, we never we never see him get to the point where he's that powerful. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, that's pretty much, I've, this turned out to be an invincible review. It wasn't intended to be. Um, <laughs> surprise. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> Uh, yeah, good series. So yeah. excited for season two and three. We'll see. The thing is, it's an animation, so I'd imagine we can get it pretty soon because there's no yeah, real production delays and shit like that. Watch all the animation people out there. Like you have no idea yeah, how much goes into this. All of those animation people that listen to our podcast, of course. <laughs> um, then just real quick off the top before we get into Shadow and Bone and Jupiter's Legacy, uh, spoke a little bit about the Joker sequel. Cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, the Meg 2 is confirmed. The Meg 2? Yes. You know the Meg the, for the Big Shock? Oh, the yeah. <laughs> Myself and Z watched that at home and that was laughable more than anything else. But <laughs> it's not like, why? Cool. Um, I don't know, do you, a while back they made an announcement that we're going to get a new Masters of the Universe movie. That'd be great. Um, yeah. But the, the person that they cast as He-Man, Noah Centino, has left. So they need to get themselves a new He-Man. But he was this, he was this, um, what's the guy from High School Musical? Zac Efron, not Zac Efron. Yeah, um, the other guy. It's not Zac Efron, it's Zac Efron. It is Zac Efron, yeah. So, but he's a, he's a, he, he, in, in his High School Musical days, this, this Noah Centino looks like that. So it's not really like okay. the big E-Man yeah, size. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, kind of thing. So whether or not that's a good or bad thing, I don't know. I'm, also like, I'm not really now too upset about that. But yeah, no. Yeah, like, that's fine. So the, the problem with these, these things where they do popular culture remakes, stuff like E-Man, Immortal Kombat, stuff like that. The Mortal Kombat movie, for example, was a first-time writer and director. Oh, which if you if you put that into comparison to the movie itself, you're like, actually, you know what? Yeah, fine. That I that I can see why that would be. Yeah, okay. Um, whereas if you want to make stuff like that successful, like Eman, for example, then you need to you need to use the right creators for it. Like Marvel have this. Um, Knack, probably Kevin Feige more than anything else. Where they firstly they cast proper, yeah, to make even though they don't necessarily cast famous characters, they cast you know they've got Accurate. great, yes, they've got yeah. fantastic casting choices. I mean, no one knew who Chris Hemsworth was prior to Thor. They they knew, but they very existed. Very yeah, Robert Downey Jr.'s career was in the dumps. He was he was playing in Alien McBeal on a on a TV series before <laughs> Iron Man. 
And you know, Chris Evans was 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 the guy from um, another not another team movie. Um, he plays the jock. Um, yeah, movies like Cellular, where where um, the, the the main characters on the phone do I ask each other. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And, and he, yeah. he also was, um, was he like not in, line. I'm sure he was in, in the, yeah, anyway. Um, but they still, they still cost well. Yeah, it was Then they make a great movie. So for example, Iron Man is a, is a, is a hero's journey movie. Before the, before it is a comic book movie, it's about a person finding retribution, um, and struggling through his new ways. Yeah, for example. like what he stands for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the Captain America movie—it was a little bit campy the first one, but it was well done. I still loved it. Like, it yeah, very good. It was, but the second one was a—it was a great spy yeah. thriller. Um, you know, Thor—the first Thor movie was a fantastic um, fantasy movie. It was a good fantasy movie yeah. first, um, and then. After, after doing a great story, then they put the, the superhero elements into it. You understand? So, yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah. So, so what, what happens with the pop culture stuff is none of that happens. So it's either, well, it, it's almost never that they choose great actors, great creators, great writers for these movies because I, I suppose they feel like that's not content that they want to put out. Yeah, but I think you choose, you choose, you know, you choose. First-time creators and, and first-time actors and stuff like that, and then you, you just don't put out a good movie. Yeah, that's right. Like Masters of the yeah. Universe, like the only thing I can think of is do a Masters of the Universe movie, get the right characters. It doesn't have to be super famous, just make sure that the cast right. Mm. Get good creators to, to do it. And then, um, you know, for, for example... Masters of the Universe can only have one song. They'll have, obviously have the, the, the uh, remake of the original theme, but how can you not do Queen's Princess of the Universe? Yeah, if it doesn't go down that way. Here we are, <laughs> born to be kings, we're the princes of the universe. How can you not have that song in that movie? Uh, they're not going to do it, yeah. because... I don't know, because they haven't fucking... The way they said they're not doing that. No, they're not going to do that. Why would they do that? Why would they not not do that? I know! That is the question! <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. No, but then it's... Oh, okay. Then anyway. I've lost. Please, so, yeah, that's, that's He-Man. Um, yeah, so that's basically news. We did the entire pod almost... Just on called you guys up, yeah, yeah. So I think what we're gonna do, we're gonna we were going to do a more in depth um, review of Shadow and Bone and Jupiter's Legacy, but I think what we'll do is we'll just do a like a brief, yeah, just a brief checking. Okay. So maybe we should leave Shadow and Bone for later. Shadow and Bone's still fairly new. Yeah, it's fairly new. Well, I mean, it's Netflix, so all eight episodes got dropped. Yeah, I but listen, if you if you're listening to this, go and watch it. It's a pretty good, it's a pretty yeah. good series. It's, um, it's essentially about these two counter or opposite characters mm-hmm. from opposite um, sides of what is called, I think, the fold. It's the fold, yeah. Um, and one is darkness, one is light. At first, at first, the the character, you know, it's a, this, it's it's an orphan. She she lives in a world where um, you know there are certain different races. So one race has the ability to subjugate or to possess 
certain powers. Yeah, magic. And, and yes, and then they, they'll split into certain classes. So you'll have magic, um, you'll have, you know, telepathy, people that can control your heart, okay. um, stuff like that. They, they've got elements of magic, like, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, and then there's a lot of um, fantasy elements in it. For example, um, you know, some characters have the ability to be immortal because they draw from other beings um, oh, or from other magic. Yeah. Uh, some characters can be more powerful if they draw from the power of certain fantastic beasts. Like there's, a, there's this elk or deer, there's a couple of others. Um, so yeah, so essentially the story comes down to a couple of hundred years ago, there was this king, this king, you know, wanted to um, dominate the world. The, world, the world or wanted to conquer. He got one of these, these magicians, um, which they referred to as the black heretic. Um, uh, I can't remember what they call the, call the race now. But anyway, he gets this um, guy to, to help him win these wars with their magic. Uh, and he, he became the advisor to the king. Essentially, the, the king then, then gets, gets to conquer the world. Um, but then, in fear of this, this mage taking over, the king hunted the mage. So initially they tell the story about how the mage then um, tried to use some of those fantastic or fantastical beasts to create um, his own army. Uh, and as a result of using that type of magic, which he didn't fully understand and fully have control over, he then um, created the fold. So that, wow. That but then you find out he created the fold whilst there were people uh, around the area and the things in the fold that attack you is actually the women, men and children that got turned into those beasts. Oh, what a great oh, Yes. Okay. And then the rumor is, or the, the legend goes that the, this mage died in the fold. Also, you think? Yes. So then a couple okay. of hundred years later, later you then, you know, you were these two orphans um, that lost their parents in, yeah. that, in that exact event. Um, and then you find out that this one orphan actually has the power of light. So they 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 starts off with, uh, with you know showing us that these two kids in the orphanage and how close they are. And then it time jumps to the future where they're in the army. She's a she is a I don't remember what she is, but they've got different divisions. Yeah, she's a he's a scout. She's a right, but what a a, a, a script. Oh, uh, okay, yes. Yeah. Oh, she draws the maps and stuff. Maps. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, what's that? Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, that's yes. Different. Um, so they go onto this mission through the fold, um, and then in this they find out oh actually she's got the power of light, so she has the ability to destroy the dark, to destroy the darkness, to destroy those things that attack them. The reason why they didn't know is that when the kids they get tests done, and the way the test works, that the, in that instant, in the moment of pain, it will the test will show you whether or not this person is or isn't that race. Can't remember the name now, um, but. It will only work if you're not currently in pain. So if you currently have an injury, the test won't work. It will give you a double negative. So she then grabs, she holds a, a piece of broken cup in her hand, cutting herself. So she's in pain while they're doing the test. So the test comes back that she's not this 
Oh, because I, well, this is great because the thing is, I saw like she hid with the, they hid when they were supposed to do the test. That's the first, yes, that, that's the first so one. there's another one. Yes. Oh, so yeah, I think it happens every year or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me just see. Oh, so she does know. Oh, this is great. Races. Let me just see what the, mm-hmm. oh, it's, uh, the Rafka, the Fyrde, uh, but they're not Rafka though. Rafka is the area. Ah, Grisha, that's it. Grisha. Yes. So yeah. the Grisha are people with the ability to manipulate the elements to use as weapons. Call fire, summon wind, regulate the hearts. Okay, cool. So she, she, they do a test to determine whether or not you're a Grisha or not. And the, the rest of the world kind of use Grisha as weapons. weapons. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they then end up going through the fold where they meet the sprints. Now, the sprints turns out to be the, 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 the evil one. Which is the Dark Prince with the shadow powers that closely resemble the wall or the fold. What a surprise. And he's the good guy working with the king. But anyway, they get to him. He then says that he's a good guy, he works with the king. They then ask, you know, the the orphan, this this girl asks him, but how is this possible? He says, no, it's an ancestor and he works really hard to, um, you know, He's not, you know, doesn't want that, and he, he wants to fight, you know, the evils in it. And she now is the, they call her the, the sun bringer or something. So she yeah. can now, you know, she's the answer to this. They can bring down the fall, whatever, but they can only do it together. Then they, then they go through this whole thing where now she's still trying to learn the powers, and they then go through this whole thing where she needs to. You know, display the powers to the to to different parts of the world or different um, rulers of the world and stuff like that. Um, and she gets trained by this old sage lady, or, or this old 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 um, rich. So she then starts to learn how to use the powers, and she then you know learns about you know all these different types of animals that can um, you know. In, you know, it's like a like an like extra influence kind of thing. Like no, they can power you up. They can they can oh. increase your power. Okay. Like the like the deer with the with the weird antlers. Okay. Um, at first, like she can like only antler. use her power when she's touching him. Okay. So it works the same way with these these deers and stuff. I was just saying the deer, so like, is a good lightning conductor. Yes. <laughs> yes, with antlers. So she learns all of this stuff. Then she kind of gets into a romantic involvement with this with this general, the dark okay. of the dark powers. Oh, okay. And the whole but the whole story is that he's supposed to be the the um Isn't he like protector? The 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 uh descendant uh-huh. of the person that created the fault. Ah. Uh-huh. Oh, and they also give you a little bit of backstory of the law. So way, way back there was this marriage or this 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 wizard or whatever you want to call him. Who then figured out that he could, or he created these fantastic beasts to help him manage his power, or to help him give him power and stuff like that. Okay. So this this dark mage that served the king that created the fault wanted to do the same. He also wanted to create those, okay. but in doing so, he did it wrong. And instead of creating his own army, his own his own magical elements, his own magical beings, he created the fault. Okay, which is against everything. Though. Yes. So. Uh, the 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 dark ones or the dark things are directly descendants of the original person. 
So because the descendants of him, they thought, okay, cool, if he could do it, they can do it. Or the oak that did it thought that because his ancestor was able to, he would be able to. But then it went wrong. Anyway, so um, the, 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 the Darkling, the general, he's a descendant of that entire line. He's a, oh, that's what they think. Uh-huh. So then he, him and the, the orphan chicky get romantically involved. She you know, gets trained by this witch lady. And then um, whilst all of this is happening, the scouts in, you know, they're fighting a war against... Um, what's the like clan kind of thing? Yeah, the, the, there's, there's a, a part of the Ravka, which is the main nation. Mm. Um, they want to break off and, and do their own thing. So they're part of that war doing scouts, and then they get this instruction that um, the, the, the general, the Darkling, is looking for this deer with these antlers. Okay. But that the picture that they get is the drawing of the of the orphan chicky. <laughs> and the orphan guy who's now a scout recognizes the drawing. Okay. And they've been trying they've been writing letters to one another, but there's people preventing her letters from getting to him. And his letters came to her. Uh so it's okay, okay. Yeah, so they they don't realise that the letters aren't getting to one another. So they pretty much think they've forgotten. Well they know they know they're not getting letters, but they don't know whether or not their letters are getting to them. Yeah, they just think they're not replying, kind of Correct. thing. Like, yeah. So, so he then chases after this deer, the, the scout. He finds the deer. Okay. But the general is looking for the deer. Yeah. He know, the scout knows that the chicky is by the general at the place called the Little Palace. <laughs> so he then, when he found the deer, which was a, a big mission, he lost a couple of friends and stuff oh, like yeah. that. What a guy. Um, he... He then goes like, okay, cool, he needs to go. He then informs everyone he needs to inform, and he wiggles his way in delivering the news person. So that doesn't tell anyone where exactly to find the deer. Mm. Because he wants to go and tell the general so they can see her. Oh, okay, so it's like a setup kind of thing. Yes. Okay. So there's this whole thing. She then, during this ball where she presents her powers and shows, you know, all the leaders of the nation, all the world, how those powers work, he's also there... Um, you know, trying to speak to her. He tells the general that he found the deer north of wherever, but he, he's not giving him the exact location. <laughs> In the meantime, the witch that trained the cheeky finds out that the scout is there to tell them about the deer. The deer. Yeah. Then this whole story fucks up completely. <laughs> then you find out the old witch is the darkling general's mother. Oh, goodness. She then grabs this cheeky. Well, whilst all of this is happening, there's three other characters that are trying to kidnap the chick to take her home. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> a side story. Anyway, okay. so then the darkling, the the the, the, the darkling's mother, you find out now, the person that created the fault is the fucking general. He's one of the people that is internal, eternal. Just lives over like that. Yes, he yeah. just changed his name to a noble. So he is the person that created the fault. The problem is he can't control it. So he doesn't want to close it down. He wants to use the deer to give him greater power. To control it. To control it, because then uh, he can move it. If he wants to take over a country or a nation, just, he just moves the fold over oh, to this, them. This is great. Yeah. Or he can, he can protect the border or cut you off, whatever the case may be. Yeah, force you to go around. So he needs the deer, but he also needs her. So he, you need, he needs to infuse the deer with her, and then infuse her with him so he can control her. To use the power of the deer to move this fucking fault. Jeez, okay. So he then 
So, so you kind of, as the viewer, you know this, but not all the characters are quite up to speed. So the next couple of episodes about running away from this fucking oak, um, and then all the characters kind of coming to one, together with one another to kind of explain what's happening, how it's happening, and whatever the catch might be. Great. Yeah. So the the people that end up, you know, that wanted to kidnap her at first, end up um, becoming a traveling party. Okay. Right. Um, and at the end of it all, they, they kind of use use their, their relationship with her to get what they want instead of giving her up to get oh, okay. the, the main mission kind of thing. Yes. Because um, in, in, the, in this universe, she's seen as a saint. So she's seen as a savior, godlike almost. Because uh, the moment she displays her power, everyone bows down. Yeah, she's the, bows down the savior that they've been waiting for kind of thing. So then... In order to defeat the general, this cheeky, the orphan cheeky and orphan kid uh, guy, the scout, realized that they have to go and get the deer. She needs to, so the, the notion is that she needs, whoever kills the deer can use the bug. Because uh-huh. then you, you infuse the bones with you or you, you wear the bones or whatever. Um, and then that, that um, supplements your power. Okay. Um, so they go after the deer, the general goes after them, obviously, before they get the opportunity to kill the deer. Just before, just before the, the general shows up, right? But just before the general shows up, you can see there's some sort of connection between him and the deer. So already you're like, oh, okay, something else is happening here. Oh. So instead of her killing the deer, the dog in general kills the deer. Oh, then they take the bone infuser with the bone okay. of, of the antlers. Like, okay. <clears throat> like the antlers go here into a front chest that all wants to gut and stuff. And then they do this little thing where they fuse him with her. So oh, he essentially controls her light bulbs. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Then they go back into the fold. So now all the characters are together. So the people that tried to kidnap her, um, you know, stowed away on the sticks, okay. the, 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 the ship thing they travel with. The scout escaped captive, almost killed a couple of times. And yeah, so now they're on the they on the, essentially on the ship to to now go and control this thing and take over the world. Okay. Uh, they get into a fight. Um, they then there's this one character that can do this shooting thing. He he's oh yeah, accurate yeah. with the gun, so he shoots out the coin thingy out of this oak's hand. Yes, okay. Which relinquishes control from the light summoner. She then finishes the infusion with the bone and breaks the breaks the spell or breaks the the link. The, the link. Yeah. And then um, after the thing is shot out of his hand, he's like, Yeah, but you can't use the power now because you're not the one that killed the deer. And then she's like, Well, that's not actually how it works. You don't have to kill the deer in order to summon the power from it. Oh, the deer chooses. That's surprise. Yes. End up they, they end up defeating this oak. He survives an attack from all these things inside of the fold. He walks out at the end of the episode. Um, and they go about their, their business of, okay, they need to go and protect people, and they're going to try to figure out to bring down the fold. And that's how the series ends. Okay, so season season two gun kind of thing. No yeah. 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 So the first the first three episodes of this is really hard to watch. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy it, but when... Kind of just before, just before you find out that actually no, the soaks the baddie, which is not a bigger surprise. <laughs> His name again is the Dark Prince. Yeah. 
Um, like when that happens, like I think in episode four, that's when you kind of go, oh, wait, hang on. Because then it builds up and builds up and builds yeah. up and builds up. Um, and then up until the ending. The ending was, I didn't, I didn't think the ending was great. So, But yeah, overall, overall pretty good series to watch. If you can get through the first three episodes, then you'll enjoy it. I, I got into the second episode and I was already, I was invested. There's some interesting characters. Like I want to like, like there are pieces that got me interested already in the second episode. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I actually only got to the fourth episode. I think it's about to get very interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. I think if you, if you already liked it, then you're going to enjoy it now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounded good. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, anything else on, uh, what you call it? Shadow Bone. Yes. No, that's a that's a freaking great. This this would have this would have been a far shorter podcast if we done this because half of the stuff which we put, it's, uh, it's almost two hours already. And we still two, got two got, good hours. Yes, yeah. it, it, that's true. <laughs> okay. Um, next up, although this is not going to be the previous one was about two hours and forty minutes, wasn't it? I think two hours twenty minutes was around oh, that mark. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, it's going to be longer than that. Anyway, <laughs> so um, then the other one on Netflix is obviously Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah. Um, Maybe we shouldn't spoil this one. Just thinking for the conscious of time. So Jupiter's legacy essentially like also, like an idea of what it is. Like yeah, so know. it's 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 Mark Miller, responsible for Miller World. So it's um Kikas, Kingsman, uh he also did Wanted. So he's okay. he's known for either doing movies and then creating comic books or doing comic books and creating movies. He's also been involved in a lot of comic books, so he's he was involved with Superman Red Dawn. Which is the story about if Superman had to land in Russia, what would happen? <laughs> okay. Um, he also did a bunch of stuff for Marvel, the Ultimate uh, Universe. So good, good, good comic, yeah. superhero creator. So his, um, I don't know, his house, his comic house, whatever you want to call it, called Miller World, mm-hmm. was bought over by Netflix last year. So I would imagine the majority of his content will go to Netflix. Okay, that's good. I.e. Jupiter's Legacy, and there's a bunch of other stuff they're also going to do. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with it, because Kingsman was supposed to, it would have gone into production before he got bought over, but then the next Kingsman movie, which was also supposed to come out years ago, yeah, got yeah. delayed. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see whether or not that gets a deal release, but I don't think so. I think that will still go to cinemas first, but then it will end up in Netflix anyway. Uh, but anyway, so he's he's got the, the comic book called Jupiter's Legacy, and then there's the spin-off comic called Jupiter's Circle. So essentially, it's about this family um, that loses everything. Well, not family. It's about this guy and his brother. They, they have this steel business mm-hmm. with their dad. Um, the stock market crashes, and you find out, you know, well, in a comic book, even they lose everything. Right? So but they end up losing everything, the one brother tries to save the business, the other brother loses his mind. Um, and through losing his mind, he, he then tries to pursue the dreams he's having. Visions, dreams kind yes. of thing, yeah. Um, these these dreams then lead him to a, to a farm with a weird interaction with this um, farmer. You know, that's right from that 70s show. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, how did he grow here? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he um, he then gives you a brief little explanation, and essentially, 
it comes down to him ending up in a cellar, and in the cellar, you could see that the the former's dead family. Yeah. But this kind of seems to have been set up so that when he got there, what he saw was not a dead family. He saw a bunch of people around the table. So he saw himself. He saw his brother. He saw a reporter he met earlier. He saw his friend, and he saw a random person that they didn't know. Not yet, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, he, they, they lost everything. After his dad passed away, well, committed suicide, he, he had um, a report, well, a reporter did a story on him about, you know, him putting all of the workers' pension fund in the, mm. you know, in the stock market, the stock market crash, so all the workers lost their pension fund. One of the workers actually at the mill that they were working at, he's also uh, on the table. Okay. Yeah. The, they then, oh, and then in the cellar they see coordinates. So they, he then comes back after seeing all of that and he does his brother, now you can't look from Because obviously his brother thinks he's sick and, and crazy. Mental and, and yeah. Head. So they go home. His friend then sees the drawings he's been drawing because he's also been drawing weird as stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he figures out, no, but this, this is, you know, he doesn't know why, but unintentionally drew this weird mill and these pictures are too, too coincidental to be nothing. Um, and it, it basically ends up, they're figuring out that, oh no, the coordinates, and this is a mad kind of thing, um, they need to go to the coordinates. They find out that, you know, the best friend and him figure out that the coordinates are in the middle of the ocean on this island. The oak, the main character called Sheldon, you know, you find out that, you no, know, his dreams actually he does see the island. They then go onto this voyage to get everyone to be on the ship because okay. he, is, he, he then figures out now everyone that was around the table needs to be on the ship. So they then go and um, try and you know get everyone on the ship okay. and then go to this this island. They have some trouble getting to it, but essentially they, they get to the island up there. Yeah. Now, when they're on this island, they then. Um, you know, go through, they figure out that the island's kind of forcing them to a point, like they can't turn back. And when they try to go back, they can't. Okay, so. They somehow end up in these caves, and then when they touch the walls of the cave, it lights up with these symbols that he was drawing. Okay. And then there's a little bit of this thing about, you know, the, the, the characters having to be in some sort of simpatico. So the brother and the friend didn't see eye to eye, so they had to resolve that first. The brother and the brother didn't see, you know, when when oh, on the same okay. page of some visions, they kind of had to get to that. So they, they internally had to had to come across that. And then once they did, when they touch, everyone's hands and and stuff lit up. Okay. And then this portal gate thing opens up, which the Jupiter shows. It looks like it's on Jupiter's moon. So they walk through this gate, and you can see stars and stuff, and they clearly. In outer space. Okay. Um, and there's this this godlike being. It's not a face or, or a like person. It's like it's, yes, it's like the shape with with all of these weird forms and stuff. It looks like a piece of art with light shining out of it. <laughs> but then the you see the I think it's Jupiter that you see on your left. So I'm assuming you're on a moon. And okay. one of the moons. Then when they approach this deity or this thing, the deity um, projects. A loved one back to them, talking about you know they've been through a lot. They've shown great courage. They've shown that they are worthy and stuff like that. So for the two brothers, it's their dad. 
Um, for for the reporter, it's her ex-husband that died in the war. Um, for the best friend, it's his mother. For um, the 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 worker from the mall, it's his grandmother. And then on their way on their way to the caves, they actually found this oak from a sunken ship. And that was the other guy that they saw on the table. Oh, that was supposed to be there. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so after they see this, um, there's this big explosion. And you can clearly see what I would suppose is a, like a radioactive wave, mm-hmm. you know, going, going across the, the waters and the world and whatever. Okay. Um, so just when they went on the voyage, just before they started the voyage, when they were speaking to the captain of the boat, the oak that was going crazy was saying, there has to be this captain. So when the explosion happened, there were these gold lines in the shape of the drawings going across the captain's face. Okay. So I'm assuming he got powers. They, they don't tell you when, but I'm assuming he eventually got powers. And I think that's the same thing that happened. So well, I'll get to that point just now. So this explosion happens, right? <laughs> Island gone. Captain's like, no, we're fucking getting out. out. Yeah. Out. But on their way there, it's only storms and it's, it's you know, ship goes weird and it's dark and whatever the case may be, the next explosion happened and it's lighting. No more island, water is calm, no storm, no nothing. Okay, interesting. Then the six of them come down and you can, and they come through the light and it's the superheroes. So again, all of them can fly, all of them super strong, all of them have super speed and then each of them have a power like beyond that. Yeah. So, uh, for for example, Brainwave is a telepath, very powerful telepath. Skyfox is a technopath, so he can create and do things with technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't I can't remember the worker. He he's got some sort of power where he can heal, I guess, or, or he I don't know. I'm not 100 sure what it is he can do, but he can create matter, like, oh. like tissue. Um. Yeah, the, their powers are very loosely defined. It's not explained exactly what their powers are. Yeah, they could be more, it could be less. Yes. Okay. So that's kind of the backstory. But that story gets told through the eight episodes. Like, you, you, it doesn't get told off of the bat. Like, each yeah, episode gives you a little bit, little bit, little bit. And it runs concurrently with the current day story. So the current day, these six have, used to have a, a Justice League type society. Uh, called the Union Union of Justice, and they live by this code where they don't interfere with government, politics, economics, or anything like that, um, and they don't kill. Referred mm. to as a code, um, and for the most part, they they were able to live by this code. And very early on, that kind of gives us brief explanation as to the reason why they're not the Union of Justice anymore. Why they're not those six specifically anymore is that at some point. Sky Fox, which is the friend, turned on them, kidnapped the president or something, and in a, a battle, I'm assuming, ensued because the worker got hurt, got his, off his face blown off. Yeah, off I his think face he's, he's like wheelchairs. Yes. So like, must be, yeah. But anyway, so then you, then you kind of get a, 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 a kind of a backstory there, but anyway, Sky Fox is painted as the bad guy. Okay. Then, um, in, the, in the modern day, it's about... Obviously, these six years, but these six years, years of age, it's, a, it's about 100 years later. The six years of age, quite significantly, not too bad, but they've aged. Mm. And then 
how they try to raise their kids to be superheroes and to live up to you know, same standards. Kind yes, of yeah. and their code and live by their code and stuff like that. So that's a pretty good. It's pretty well done in how they struggle because the daughter's a druggie. <laughs> the son has, has struggles to struggles to like approval kind of thing. Yes, he's, 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 he's not a guy. He tries, he keeps on trying, um, but he he seems to to struggle a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I think it's very introverted. Work. And then the, the sister's a complete fucking mess. Yeah, oh, um, so then the story, the modern day story, is about. Um, they, they put this bad guy in prison. <coughs> this bad guy, let me just check what that guy's name is. So this bad guy, someone made a copy of him. And the copy turns up and they try to stop him. So they, obviously it's the six main, the six main heroes. But with time, you find out, okay, no, there's been super villains and, you know, there's been other heroes and there's, you know, other people with powers. It's not everyone, but there are people yeah, have with powers. So what I'm thinking, they don't say this, but what I'm thinking is when the island exploded, that 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 radioactive or that wave, when it, when it went over the world, it affected everyone. Mm. And those that, you know, had some sort of innate thing in them, that got awakened. Yeah, maybe passed on to the next generation. Yes. Like um, Let's yeah. see. Uh, Blackstar, what's that's his name. So uh, Blackstar gets copied. Um, and his copy goes and fucking he's powerful yes he just yeah. the, it's the you know the heroes try to stop him and they you know the, the newer heroes try to stop them and then two of the heroes just get slaughtered yeah and um, you know to, to they can't get this thing dead he's standing on the dad the mother is passed out he went new he's starting to go nuclear so it looks like he's going to fucking wipe out everyone and then the son who struggles with approval kills him yeah, that's very upset because it's like, oh, we don't kill wada wada wada. Now there's double standards, and he, he tries to keep his son away from the public eye because I don't know, explain it to the public. So there's this element where it's about in the old, you know, the old way the, that superhero stories got told is that the villain and the hero never die. Yeah, they always just beat each other. Like up no one kills the Joker that gets arrested. No one kills the, you know, the villains never get killed. Yeah. So, but it, it's very much in that. In that yeah, like conflict, almost like. But now it's about, okay, but God, that's not how the world works. That's not. That's not. That's not, that's not what people, people want. Kill. But now yeah. villains were starting to kill heroes left, right, and center. So, you know, the kids that are already going through so much trauma, their friends are getting killed. So it's about you know protecting people versus not killing villains. Mm. So um, even even at the end, where uh, the actual black star. As because the, the the actual Black Star, at first they think Black Star escaped the Supermax prison. Mm-hmm. Then they fight him, they kill him. Then they f- realize, oh, the actual Black Star stops in the whole time. Yeah. So the whole time they thinking that Shadow Fox, the friend, created this, copied this Black Star. This other Black Star then figures out that oh, they killed this fucker. So if I can do something where I'm able to put him in that position, Utopia. Because Utopia lives by the code. Yeah, you are. He, he just lives by the code. He, he doesn't kill. He lives vicariously <laughs> through that code. Mm. The original Black Star is like, if I can get him in a position where he needs to choose, I can destroy him from the inside. So, well, I'll get to that just now. So, mm-hmm. so there's, a, there's this whole thing about the code and not killing whatever. 
on top of that is, you know, there's this dynamic between the two brothers, um, so brainwave and, and stuff like that, and then they keep touching on the friend, his past, and as the story goes on, you find out, okay, everyone's got kids, most of the kids have superpowers, Shadow Fox is a kid, um, there's a, a the sixth character, the guy that they find in the ocean, called Blue Bolt, he has a staff that can transport him anywhere. Oh, so that's who he is. Yes. Ah, okay. But in the comics, Sky Fox has a son. Mm-hmm. His son's favorite hero from the original six was Blue Bolt. Okay. So Sky Fox creates a staff like that because it's a technopath. Ah. So he creates the same sort of staff, but doesn't give it to the kid immediately. He gives it to the mother and says, okay, you can't have this until you're old enough. Mm-hmm. The kid grows up with no powers, then gets the staff. And that's the Hutch character. That's brilliant. So the Hutch character yeah, is this is this thief that kind of plays the low game. Yeah, he's he, just like in the background. Like. He's obviously got a lot of power in terms of what he can do with that thing because he fucking just oh sorry oh it's insane. He, yeah. he plays you know he, he plays the fool so he works for people, tries to steal stuff for them, makes money that way. He's a he's a con artist, yeah. a con artist slash thief. He gets into some sort of trouble with this mob boss who's this nuclear guy who can just melt people's heads. Yeah. Um, and then to the point where he gets backed into a corner. And he reacts. And he, he has to now do something about it. And he just transports this rock thing hot. into the <laughs> <Oak's> heart. <laughs> yeah. um, so awesome. you kind of realize then, you know, okay, so this Oki is actually just. He's pretty bad. Yeah, he's, yes. Uh, he also has a crew and stuff like that. And on one job, they, by accident, drive into... Um, Utopia's daughter. Utopia's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> so she was out of a fucked out of her mind with drugs. She ends up snorting the stuff they stole in the first place. Yeah, she is um, But then he, her and this Hutch character end up in a, in a, like in a, a relationship. relationship. Okay, yes. yeah. And her mother knows, but her dad doesn't know. But her dad knows who he is. He knows he's oh, Sky Fox's father. Yeah. Oh, sorry, he's Sky Fox's son. He's his father, yeah, yes. yeah. So anyway, so then they they try not to figure out who created who, who created the copy, whatever the case may be. So first they do an operation. When they do the operation, they find this weird puzzle thing inside of him, and in the puzzle is his is is Utopia's dad's watch. Okay. Utopia's dad's watch is significant because when he was going through his crazy phase, he had to go and fetch his dad's watch out of the coffin. Mm. And it stopped at a specific time and cracked. So it was very, it was significant in that way. So when they took it out of um, Blackstar's body, this little puzzle thing that opened up with this, with this pocket watch, it was identical to the one that he had. So it was confusing because I didn't know, is this from another universe? What's happening? Mm. But they thought because the, the Sky Fox guy, he, you know, he loved puzzles and stuff like that. They thought this was his MO. Um, then they 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 realized okay, no, the only way that they're going to figure out what's going on is they need to get into the dead Blackstar's mind. But they have to recreate the mind first, so they get the worker guy to recreate oh, the mind. Like heal, like yeah, yeah. And then he, Blackstar. Um, Brainwave is going to go into his head, and then Brainwave's daughter, which they later find out is also bad, is actually a villain. She keeps the gate to the mind open because he's dead. But if the if the mind collapse, the recreated mind collapses, Brainwave Brainwave will be stuck inside of him. Oh, yeah. So 
you guys in there. Here's the thing where, where it gets a little bit of shaky for me. So he gets in there, he finds Skyfox, mm-hmm. right? And they get into this fight. He defeats Skyfox. But as they're doing that, he's going into a seizure in real life. As he's going into a seizure in real life, the, 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 the mother, I call her uh, Lady Liberty, is what she's yes, called. Yeah. She then also goes into the mind. Okay. Uh, they then defeat Skyfox and they get out. Okay. So she goes into the because they just transfer mind to mind. Uh, okay. Assuming Brainwave's daughter helped to do that. Okay. That In the meantime, whilst that was happening, Utopia and Paragon, Utopia's son, had to go and fight the real Blackstone who escaped from prison. So just before he escaped and just before Brainwave went into the coffee Blackstar's mind, Brainwave went to go and see the original Blackstar. This is our conversation and then he goes off. But then his, his door just opens. Blackstar's um, cell. Oh, like a jam cell, yeah. He gets out, he fights Paragon. He then has Paragon by the neck. So remember I said that he... he he figured out that he needs to give Utopia a choice. So he tells Utopia, the Utopian in the neck or the kid gets it. So Utopia has to go, my code of not killing, there's always, always another way on my side. Mm-hmm. Because he knows Blackstar will kill him. And as he lines up to, to shoot Blackstar and, and, and you know, break his own code, the, one, of the, one of the other heroes show up. One of the younger heroes, and okay. Stoke in the back of the head. They end up defeating Blackstar. Again, the son and the, the other hero. And he didn't tell the son he was going to do it, he was going to kill him. He was not going to let him kill him. Okay, happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Good. So he was going to break the cut. So already, like at the end of it, this happens right at the end. So uh, you kind of get this feeling of, ah, okay. Things are changing. Yes. Yeah. So the guy's probably going to be a little bit more malleable. Um, even though him and his son aren't really. You know, they're not on the best of terms. Yeah. But then you find out that the, everything's been a setup. So, okay. Brainwave's daughter figured out, they don't say how, that he's actually behind all of it. What? So, oh, man, what? He's been, oh, spoilers. So, <laughs> he, created the, he created the copy, he created the puzzle thing to mess with the utopian. And the idea was to get the Utopian to stick to his code so much that his, his son and his daughter get alienated from him. Oh, so he's a single down. Like he's a yes, because yeah. the Utopian never wanted to get involved in politics or rule the world or anything like that. He just wanted to be a hero. And oh, I'm sure so that the supervillains and people are protected and stuff like that. Um, which is why they never got involved with World War II or whatever the case would be. Mm. His brother, when they when they when they go come back from the island and they have these powers, just you know they are still new and the thing. His brother keeps joking that oh, we can or we can just take over the world, stuff like that. He, he makes these jokes. Yeah. Meantime, that's actually what he wants. It's true. Yeah. So you know how there's that there's that conspiracy theory about um, there being a a a, um, a cabal or whatever ruling the rulers of the world. Like they, 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 the like they this this secret society that rule the world. Okay. They have oversight 
of everything all the countries do. So essentially, that's what Brainwave wants. He wants the world to operate just as is, but he, he wants to. He wants to be able to. Yes, he wants to be able to tell the American president what is he supposed to do. You understand? He wants. Mm. He wants to control the world. But the, he needs obviously soldiers and shit to do that. So, in order to alienate Utopia from his his family and from his son, especially because they they keep hinting that the son is going to be more powerful than Utopia eventually. He then he then he then did this. This whole thing, mm. um, so that the card becomes non void, and he, his son kind of becomes alienated towards his father. Mm, that makes sense, yeah. And that's how it ends. Oh, so to be fair to the story, the character and well, costume design great. Um, the the story surprised me because it's it's a, it's a superhero series that doesn't have a lot of superheroing in it. Yeah, it's, it's family it drama. It's, it's intrigue. It's this this you know it kind of makes you think of an office <laughs> office drama where people are trying to vie for power, mm-hmm. like who gets to rule the office. Um, so it it gives me you know it's, it's very driven in that way. Like the fight scenes and it's not great, although it they, it, it doesn't look shitty. But it's not. It's not well choreographed. It's not. No, I figured that. It's, it's like very. It's very flappy in the way that they want to punch and stuff like that. Yeah. But it looks good in terms of graphics. Um, but it's a lot more character driven than what you would expect, and it's not a fast burn. It takes a very long time to get to the point. Yeah. Um, not a bad thing, but and very set up. Of. So it's very. It's very. You know, it's it sets up what's to come because if you know the comics. Um, spoilers for the comics and for, for the future series here yeah? because I'm going to speculate now in the comics Brainwave and the Sun kill Utopian and Lady Liberty Hutch and the daughter who's fucking messed up tries and hides from these fucking mad people who then eventually take over the world mm. they then have a son I think or kid in hiding but the kid's super super powerful and then it ends up them having to take you know fight Brainwave and Barabon. They they end up winning, and she and Hutch become the Utopia, uh, uh, Sky Fox and Lady Liberty, and uh, the Sun becomes the Utopia. Utopia, yeah. yeah. Um, that will obviously happen only in season three if they get that far. Um, because again, it's, it's, it's a slow burn, so. Whether or not people will definitely start watching this, whether or not they will finish it, I don't know. They don't have a great critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. So, <laughs> yeah, that's essentially Jupiter's Legacy. What are you? I've obviously spoiled it for you now, but um, <laughs> yeah. surprise. You, um, yeah, uh, I struggled to get into it a little bit. Just again, it's very like family drama kind of thing. Yeah, it's not a bad thing per se, but I guess like that just. You know, it's not what you expect. That's, that's it. I'm thinking a superhero kind of series. Where's the action? Where's the fighting? Where's the... There is portions of that, don't get me wrong, but that's not the best part of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the characters are interesting. Like, you know, once moments happen, it really grabs your attention. Like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. I, I don't know his name yet because they haven't gone into that, but I think it's Hutch then. Like, not knowing... Thinking like he's a coward, he's this little background little rat... And all of a sudden, like he, like he's like, "Well, you mess with me, I'll show you." Oh yes, yeah, like it's like those moments you kind of like, "Oh, okay, okay I'll, I'll 
Let's see what happens next. Um, it interesting, yeah. interesting to see what they do if they do get a second season. I'm, I'm, there's, there's 20% in me that goes, mm, this might not get a second season. Thanks. Because, again, I don't doubt that people will start watching it. I just don't know how many people will actually finish watching it. Yeah, like we might love it. Fizzles out a little bit. Yeah, look, uh, again, to get but to that point. to like, be fair, I binged it. Okay. So maybe that's the problem. You know, maybe maybe that's what, that's what makes it difficult to watch. Maybe it's not... Because to be, to be fair, it's not it's not something you should watch all the episodes at once. It's too much. Oh, okay. It's cool. too much of a slow burn. But then again, if you watch it over a long period of time, it might feel even worse. Yeah, maybe you lose like that trail of interest mm-hmm. kind of thing. Look again, I think like what you're telling me, what happens later on, it's a really good story. Like it's got a really good bit to it. It's just yeah, how long does it take to get they, to that? And, it, it, you're right, it's good. The, the only, I might have missed, I don't know if I did, just the whole part of him going into Battlestar, oh, Battlestar, Blackstar's mind to go and fight Skyfox. Because it's clear by the end that he set up Skyfox, mm. right? So you don't know whether or not this is what happened before in the past because they don't show anything about it. Um, and if he had, if Brainwave had something to do with Battles, uh, Skyfox turning, or them turning on Skyfox, and if he kind of played that role. Oh, yeah, Because it right. could be possible that Sky Fox at that time had already figured out that he was... The bad guy. The bad guy. Yeah, because they always had that... I mean, that because much he is. They always had that... Yeah, had animosity between one another. So yeah. there's that whole thing, which I think they'll probably explore in the second season if they get the chance. And I like a good um, bad story. I, I really... Yeah, no, that, that, man, that was good. But the plot that bothered me was, like, he, went into, he goes into Black Star's mind. He then... Lady Liberty shows up, obviously, in the mind as well. How? And at the oh. end, he speaks about, you know, how he's going to try and divide when he's because he kills his own daughter. Oh. So he, yeah. he figured out that she figured out that he was behind it all. Uh-huh. And they uh, have this conversation, and he tried to get it, get her on his side. She declined. She, she refuses. He then kills her. Huh? But in that conversation, he talks about, you know, the plan. He's going to try and split up the, the father and the son. Um... And that, that lady lived is showing up, fucked up a little bit the plan, but he was able to get all, you know, he was able to sort it out anyway. Okay. So I don't know how, I don't know why that was such an important part. Why Why did he need to go, I don't understand that the part. Like why, why did he have to go into, if you want to sell it, why did he need to go alone into Black's, the copy Blackstar's mind to go and fight Scar Fox? Was it just for, was it just for show? You understand what? Yeah, if he's okay. behind it all, why did he need to go and do that? No, no, uh, yeah, okay. You understand? Look, is that something that's going to be explained maybe later? Unless, could have, uh, unless he created, unless I misunderstood, and he created the whole Sky Fox thing in the mind so that Lady Liberty shows up. Maybe she was supposed to get like stuck in there or something. Or no, like maybe that. she's supposed to see it's Skyfox so to sell the fact that yeah. So a lot of there was some of that that didn't make one hundred percent sense to me. Um, yeah, listen, this, I think this scored six point nine on on one of the rating systems. Okay, which I agree with. Like that yeah. would be that would be that would be my my like. I'll give you an example, right? If you if you binge anything, um, 
and that's only eight episodes. It's not a long series to binge. If you binge anything, and you know you you get to episode six and you just like not fall asleep now, <laughs> watch this later. What a good time. It's probably not as like that doesn't happen. I I binged five seasons of Game of Thrones in three days. Yeah, I, I struggled to. So I struggled to fall asleep with that. Exactly. Yeah, where this didn't do that. Which makes me, which makes me believe, or reinforces the idea that it's such a slow burn. Yeah, fair. But listen, it's still, still worth a watch, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't write it off. Looks so far so good. I'm enjoying it, but as a show to watch, not as my yeah. favorite of all time, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to add? No, just because I haven't really got far into it just yet. But again, pretty good, pretty good at least. So if you're listening to this on YouTube, <laughs> and it took you just about the entire day, leave a like and subscribe. Yes. Again, should have done that at the start of the fucking show, not at the end. Oh, yeah. If you want to give us an email, tell us how long our shows are and that they are too long, please email us at nerdybeardmanweekly at gmail.com. That's me, nerdybeardmanweekly at gmail.com. And you can't follow us on Twitter or Facebook just yet. We will set that up when we get set up. And I guess we we're done. Yeah, thanks everyone. And I'll see if we hopefully don't have two weeks. Yeah, we'll do something <laughs> next week this time. All right. Yeah, yeah that's cool. it. Thanks Cheers, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skrætter alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmakker.